Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, drinking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the binge cast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Binge Cast. Well, it starts an innocent weekend night, and it's motherfucking Binge Cast time. We may act a little silly. Cause we have some drinks and we sing along To the sounders that are made from the radio songs Can't wait for the pee break What did Law watch this week? I'm sure Alex has some TV Leave us a voicemail just to say hello It's time for the Binge Cast Show We probably drink 40 beers or so And in the morning we're a real hot mess Waking up next to bottles of piss Can't wait to do it all again Watching movies out of four on tens We got so drunk it's like memento It's the Binge Cast Show Let's start the show Welcome oh, Sorry <laughs> Welcome to the Binge Cast. My name is Jim Law. Here with Moreno, Pete MC. Yo, buddy. Uh, so going into that, yeah, going into that, Moreno's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got. Uh, he just he just lists off what we have, so I don't introduce something that we don't have or whatever. And he goes, and then just a little something in the beginning. And I'm thinking, oh, it's, it's gonna be like a fucking me fucking barfing all over myself or something. It's gonna be some <laughs> funny never, fucking drop. Never do that. <laughs> Instead, it's this brand new fucking country mix of just fucking greatness. How are we fucking country fans now, Law? What the fuck happened? I, I am. I am fucking. I was fucking giddying up to that. I had a fucking yeah. cowboy hat. I don't even have a cowboy hat. I have one on. <laughs> fucking giddy up, Law. Holy shit. New character. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was great, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm chewing on hay now, which is weird. What is this stuff where... coming from? What is it? PM Cash? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh. Uh, boys, I've been away for a couple weeks. What's been going on? Everything all right? No, you know, we kept everything uh, pretty tight. Kept the mm-hmm. tight ship, cool. clean ship. Yeah. Everything yeah. is, uh, the beer is all back in the fridge, stocked and loaded, ready for you. Right? Yeah. Good. Thank you for Things that. Good. Uh, how, was, uh, how was vacation? Um, it was okay. Yeah. Um, Any highlights? Yeah. But we went to uh, our first basketball tournament since uh, all this shit started. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we got home, the place that we were at, 
uh, announced on the news that two weeks ago they had a COVID outbreak. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Come on. Well, at least you got. The- and they didn't tell anybody that went to the tournament on that weekend. They waited till the tournament was over to announce that they had an outbreak and that you should get tested. What a fucking disaster! Fucking Jesus, Justin Goudreau. <sighs> god damn it! Fucking guy. Um, <laughs> but it was. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was all right. Pete, Pete had a better yeah, vacation. Than yeah, yeah, he, he definitely to... did. What are you talking about? You went to fucking Disney again? Yeah, and had a fucking Disney Palooza. Well, listen. Yes. Uh, technically, I just went to uh, Universal, but I do call it Disney as well because I don't like to get into the uh, what have yous and whatnots. But I did go to Universal oh. Studios with my wife for uh, three days and met up with uh, Christian and Tara, uh, Christian uh, Falvey's uh, cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went to uh, Disney Springs. It's just like this huge like mall area. Uh, so we took an Uber over there and mm-hmm. hung out with them for fucking uh, a dude. Night. Nice. Very you people. fucking very nice people. What's you up? just <sighs> what is it? What you had this amazing COVID outbreak basketball? Yeah, look thing. at you were on the yeah. Well, well that's wow. a good I mean, you had a dangerous fucking uh, excursion into Toronto. Yeah, and they made it out alive. That's way more this, harrowing. This is the thing. Okay, so I've been I've been planning. It's taken me fucking seventeen years to plan a Disney trip, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I'm finally we're getting there. Like fucking shit's getting booked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pete says, Pete says, tell me when you're going. Fucking, I'm fucking yeah. meet there. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking fun. Pete, come up, and I'm like, you know, that's a, that's 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 a good guy. I'm not saying you're not a good guy because you went with someone else. I'm just saying, like, I thought like it was you were like. Waiting for that trip, right? I didn't know you'd go six times before that. You go every fucking month to fucking thing. It's like boring for you. <laughs> I am going next month too. Look at what the fuck? See <laughs> the fuck, Pete? That you're a lost friend. Fucking go so much for. Well, we're annual pass holders. Me and my wife at Universal Studios. So like, we go there. We find like the cheapest flights, and we go down there. And like, the parks are free for us because we paid for the annual passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Disney's Disney's costing us a, a bunch, you know, because we're we're gonna go to Disney and Universal next month. We're doing both. Oh my God! Jesus, we're what going for guys? a week. We're going for a week. This was just like a short. Uh, we had the we had the a few days off. We were planning another trip, and then we canceled that trip. So then we were like, "Let's just let's just go away. Let's just go." How long of a flight is it there for you? Uh, <clears throat> it's two hours. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. Okay. Fucking hop. It's just like just going to the fucking. Jump. Yeah, it's just like going to the fucking store for Pete. I'll be yeah, right back. He's, he's going on the street. Yeah, years. that's all he's doing. But just on a plane though. So I'll be right back. Where are you going, Disney? Be right back. We love it. It's a happy place. I heard it's the happiest place on earth. For some, I mean, I've seen some fucking parents yelling the shit out of their kids. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ever be? To, you ever been to a dispensary? Because I believe that's the happiest place on earth. I have no fucking I was no so kids. confused. I know. They got... <laughs> Law, we were in Vegas. We landed in Vegas, mm-hmm. and our Uber driver's like, "Want to go to a dispensary?" And we're like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." <laughs> he fucking drops us off, and like. Used to going to a dispensary, so it's not a big deal. I like that they had you know things out and product out like glass cases and stuff like that, so you can kind of check things out. Mm-hmm. And like Pete doesn't really get down like that, but every now and then, like he'll have an edible, so you know it's a little hesitant. Go- he's a little hesitant going in, and then 
he decides what he wants to get after, uh, you know, just looking at the menu, right? Yeah. And then the guy's like, uh, yeah, you know, what's up, y'all? What, what can I get you and shit? And we're like, all right. And then Pete's like, I want to get this. And he's like, nah, my man, you don't want to get that. You want to get this. And I'm just like, dude, can, can you? this guy, doesn't. he's not like that way. Let him get what the fuck he wants to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why make him feel bad about what he's going to get? Fuck. No, you don't want that. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I don't want that. Like, what are you doing? Your sales game is rough, dog. And I know you're trying to upsell him up. Yeah, I guess so. But, <laughs> but Pete was, like, I can tell Pete was just like, yeah, whatever. Let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fine, that's good. Okay, great. Pete's walking out with a fucking needle of heroin. He's like, all right, I guess let's go. That guy said this was good, I guess. Let me take you in the Chuck back for something else. Needle. Yeah. He just comes out, like, scratching his neck. He's got fucking bags <laughs> under his eyes. Uh, where are we? Then? One guy pushed a balloon up my butt. <laughs> told me to go through customs. <laughs> I guess this is the happiest place on earth. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Anyways, fucking Pete. This it's such what? a big deal for us to get there. Like, our fucking children's entire life we've been trying to get there. Pete's just like, yeah, I'm going to go three times before I get there with you. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Ugh. Fuck. Listen. But that's it's, great. It's like you the... want somebody with the lay of the land there to fucking show you around. Don't go to there. Don't go there. You know. No, no, no. I'm just going to, you know, I'll wake up. Well, I'll be like, just tell me. What, I'll just say, what park are you going to today? And I'll be like, all right, if I see you, I see you. Or, or say, what park are you going to, the, to today? Universal. Nah, man, you don't want to go to that park. Fuck, you want to go to Jimmy Joe Bob's Snake Farm, three fucking miles down the road. <laughs> Bob Joe's Snake Farm? All right, I guess. I mean, is Mickey there? Or did he put, did he put Mickey Harry Mickey's Potter? Ass. I mean, I want to smell E.T.'s balls. Can I do that there? <laughs> they put Mickey ears on the ball construction. <laughs> that could be the most adorable image I've ever had in my head. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Mouse ears on a fucking boa constrictor. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, no, but Pete, you can come party with us at night. We got a huge fucking place that we're staying at. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so we'll just fucking get loaded. Sweet. And uh, and then fucking skip the park for four days. Nah, crash. kids, I'm hungover again. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you, you crash early when you're there, especially running around all day. And then you get up early. Oh, walk around and do it all over again. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Oh, um. Well, you heard in the uh, very, very, very first opener sounder about the full binge. Yeah. If you're listening to this for the first time, or you don't really know what the full binge is, it is our basically our second half of the show, where we will throw something together special, and we'll do that for the. The, the Patreon fucking subscribers, you can go to patreon.com slash binge media and you can uh, donate. It's just five bucks a month. You get the full binge every week. You get all of our extra shows. Pete does commentaries up the wazoo. Uh, there's tons of extra shit in there. We do a hangout on Discord every month. And we're um, doing it next, is... next Friday, September 3rd. Nice. 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, EST. 
Easter. That's right. So we all, yeah. we all just hang out and fucking do shit. Um, there might even be some giveaways once in a while. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have a giveaway this time. And uh, it's a whole bunch of fun. And uh, so tonight on the Full Binge, um, we're bringing back the old PTI segment. This mm-hmm. is uh, Pirates of the Interruption, where we take a look at all the movie headlines uh, that have happened recently, and we talk about them. Because... You know, usually on the Bingecast, we just talk about what we watched on TV, what we watched in the movies, and yep. farts and burps. Mm-hmm. Other than that, don't have time for news. PTI, we got time for news. That's right. Fantastic. That's right. All right. Well, now that we're all caught up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do want to mention. Um, hold on. <laughs> I do want to mention before uh, we start. Uh, big screening this week in the house. Oh, shit. Hmm. These are always TJ watch Pulp Fiction. What? <laughs> what? What? Just, what? What is the uh, circumstances? Uh, what was the okay? What was the approval? I want to hear all this. I need all the details. Well, there was no. The circumstances were Jess was at work. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. That's how the approval happens. And then he, it was. It's on Netflix, and he just searched up Quentin Tarantino, and he looked at me. He goes, huh? and I'm like. I don't fucking mean to mince words or like just pick this apart, but I'm fucking fascinated because obviously it's my favorite movie of all time. Why right. was he searching Tarantino? Well, he had watched both Kill Bill movies. Mm-hmm. And while he's watching that, I'm kind of talking to him about, you know, how it relates to the other movies and stuff like that. And like, oh, he was in this and he was in that. She was in this. Oh, that's a reference to this movie. And, all. and you know what I mean? And like, he's sort of getting in the world a little bit. Yeah. And he's getting really, really, really interested in it. Yeah. yeah. So he knows that Pulp Fiction is one of my favorite movies, too, of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hears about us doing the tournaments and all that. And it always makes it to like the fucking final four whenever it's in there. So he he just wanted that was the next one he wanted to watch. Wow! And gotcha, uh, gotcha. yeah, it happened. Um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I guess you should start. What what was uh <laughs> the whole reaction? I, I'm nervous. Well, he. I mean, I waited till it was done. Like I didn't talk to him. I I, I mentioned a couple things here and there, uh, but I, I usually wait till the movie's done and we go through. So the first thing I asked him was, "What's the first question you have?" And what do you think it was? what's in the briefcase yeah he's like what's what's in the damn briefcase and i i told him the two you know running the two biggest theories that it's the diamonds from reservoir dogs and that it's um marcellus wallace's soul Mm -hmm. and he liked the soul one because he likes the whole band-aid thing and all that and i've always liked that one better too it just makes it more interesting it's cool yeah yeah and then um he was asking me if any of these characters were in other movies. You know, I told him Vincent's brothers and Reservoir Dogs, and and I was like, I was just trying to fucking branch out a little bit with it, and you know, and I was just like, so did you like it? It is a little talky, like you super talky. You never really notice this. Now you're watching it with like a 14 year old, right? They, sure. You're like, oh, is he, is he going to tap out here? Not tap out, but is he going to kind of fucking not really be into this part, like with the whole Christopher Walken watch speech and all that? Like, yeah, he's going to fade. I mean, there's yeah. Yeah, it's a great monologue, but it really pays off at the end. Like, you got to kind of fuck stick with it, and it pays off at the end. Um, and he did. He kind of laughed at the end of that. So I was like, all right, all right. He was there for that. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's not your typical 14-year-old uh, action film or anything like that. It's just a well-made film. And I have I have mentioned to it before. I'm like, look, at this movie 
this changed shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, this, this made, this changed movies. Like the, the way they're shot, the way that they're presented, like this, this was a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't affect him that way because he's probably seen 14 movies that were affected by Pulp Fiction before yes. he saw Pulp Fiction. That you know what I mean? Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I've been trying to get that into his head before he, he like watched this movie, just so he knows that he can respect it in that way. And he is, you know, he's, he's getting like, he loved on the way up to his basketball tournament. He watched, um, what the fuck did he watch? Oh, Lock Up with Stallone. Oh, nice. Yeah. I yeah fucking, that, that is a, a horrible movie that I love. I fucking love it. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Fucking football scene. The football great. scene, he yeah. Watched, he watched Police Academy. The first one? <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Okay. The fucking goot. Yep. Um, and, uh, and otherwise, he's watched, like, The Green Mile, uh, Shawshank. He absolutely loved Shawshank. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, that's a right step. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. that's an also a very talking movie. So I knew he was he was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know ne- next up I want to show him is um, I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, I wanted to show him from Dusk Till Dawn just because he's had that taste of Tarantino acting and all that kind of shit you know he knows who's, he knows who George Clooney is mm-hmm. um, I think he'll enjoy that and he's going to know uh, who Selma Hayek is yeah he's definitely going to know who that is <laughs> and uh, why am I blanking on the name of the movie um, Fast and Furious no, uh, uh, the good son. Uh, no, no. Heaven's Gate. True romance. True, True romance. romance. That's gonna be the next one. Because very Tarantino esque, obviously, mm-hmm. but way more action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he's gonna like that too. Did he do uh, Reservoir Dogs? No, he hasn't done Reservoir Dogs, and that's another one I don't know because I've talked about Reservoir Dogs to him a lot, and I'm always mentioning a, a bank heist. Well, we never see the bank guys. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if he's going to appreciate it for the way it's filmed. Another movie, again, that changed a lot of things. Um, but I don't know. He'll enjoy the like, the talking at the, the the cafe and all that kind of shit. But I don't. I just don't know how that's going to play with him. I I so he he's fourteen. Just saw Pulp Fiction for the first time. I was thirteen and saw Reservoir Dogs for the first time. The mm-hmm. one thing that I picked up at thirteen was fucking how great it was that everyone was swearing. First yeah. of all, second of yeah. all, I think I don't think I needed the heist. Like I always was just the fact that you don't see it. Like you're just kind of fascinated by it or you're right. just kind of like you're in it. Like it just it's intriguing. Right. And then but all the finger pointing and figuring out who's the rat is is fucking key that that lands. Now, he'll get yeah. older after he's watched it 10 times and listens to Pete's commentary and realizes the whole Mr. Orange shit is boring as fuck. Yeah, so because that changed my mind. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? These fucking guys are right. It was you and Jack, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we were like, you like, know, oh, when you're recording those, when you're recording those, you're just like waiting for something to pop, and then you're like, we're still on this. <laughs> you know what? Like, Come on, we can't talk anymore about this thing. Let's go. <laughs> that makes you realize. Yeah. So hopefully, and and now you know, then he gets. That's really going to connect the Tarantino world from because you got like he he really liked uh, Mr. Wolf in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So obviously, Kaitel's a huge part of Reservoir Dogs, and I think uh, one of the more memorable characters from Pulp Fiction. Then there are a lot, but because you get him at the beginning and the end, the Tim Roth character, mm-hmm. 
uh, I think he's 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 really fucking. I, don't, I didn't remember him being so memorable, but when I watched it with him this time, I was just like, wow, this he's he's really fucking good. He's in this amazing, movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Absolutely. So to have him be the lead in Reservoir Dogs is gonna be really good for him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of good shit going on. Wow, that opened up a lot for him. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's fucking opened up great. a lot of doors for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now I know time. Ethan is younger. He's what two years younger? Yeah. So he's not necessarily there yet in terms of like those kind of movies, but is he no. leaning towards those kind of movies or no? He just no, has his little not. pocket of films that he likes. He does. He yeah. he wants. Um, it's. I think it's shrinking. To be honest with you, like I don't even know. Like we're going to see Shang Chi next week. I don't even know if he cares if we see it or not. Like I, I just. He's. <laughs> I don't know. Like he doesn't really go crazy over anything unless it's like uh, Spider Man multiverse. Or actually, he did. He was really into the new Spider-Man trailer. We'll talk about that uh, later on in PTI. Um, but it's, it's I don't know, man. It, it's hard to break something new to him. You know what I mean? Yep. If he doesn't know about it already, doesn't really give a fuck. So it's hard to break him into something new. All right, makes sense. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. That was a good uh, good week. And we watched Airplane 2. That was C. And Airplane 2. Do you remember Airplane 2 at all? You mean, well, wait, hold on. You watched Airplane. Okay, we watched Airplane. Airplane Okay. You watched Airplane also, and then you watched Airplane 2. Yeah, that's what I meant. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, I I vaguely remember Airplane 2. Quadruple, not even quadruple. I want to say 12 times the amount of titties in Airplane 2. They just were like, well, people laughed at that booby scene, so I guess we should just throw boobies in every uh, other more scene. More tits? Yeah, more tits. <laughs> and it is so utterly forgettable. I, I, I saw this in a theater, I imagine, and I didn't really remember any of it. It was fucking ridiculously Oh, bad. this is when they do the, um, what are you doing, Dave? Right? Would they do the, the Hal thing from uh, um, 2001? The green, the green lot and the white lot or whatever? Isn't that no, what you're like, talking about? Don't they go out in space? Yeah, they do the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. Oh, I don't remember that. Actually, I, I was... Doesn't it get sucked out and they have that whole, like, dancing scene where the two of them fucking come together yeah. and they're, like, dancing in space? <laughs> right. That's fucking and then scary. fucking William Shatner, isn't it? I yeah, had no yeah. idea. I was just like, oh, my God. Is that... I'll never get over Macho... What happened over Macho Grande? I'll never get over yep. Macho Grande. That's it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid movie. It's the worst. Anyways, doesn't he so go on, tra- on? Doesn't he go on trial for the things that happens in the first movie? Yeah, and, and all literally the, just lot, play the first movie. And a lot of the extras, yeah. from the first movie are in court, and they all line up to fucking slap the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> brought that gag back. Oh, that's hilarious! I love Airplane. Yeah. That first one is Airplane. Oh my god, it's the best. It's so fucking good. Uh, yeah, so a lot of good screenings going on right now. I'm liking it. Nice. Oh, this is fucking good. Even even secondhand, this is good. I love it. It's <laughs> great. You're rubbing your palms over there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we get? Oh, all right. But as for our show, we got some shit we watched. We watched some shit without him. Oh yeah, TJ. Uh, let's do some TV random. Oh no, what about Google Voice? Customer. Oh yeah, we could do that too. Let's, uh, we haven't heard that this is a bad one, but let's play it. Now, now, 
Google Voice. <laughs> Transcribe the voice. Don't fuck it up. Wow, wow, wow. Come, come on, Google Voice. <laughs> Transcribe the voice. Don't fuck it up. Wow, wow. 708-406-9546. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but what what is what is the character in what the quiet like? I have no idea. Like what is he doing? I think it's because that fucking song is so high to sing, I had to do something else. It was, he had his retainer in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta it. take that out, dude, when you're recording Stop. vocals. You can't keep that oh, shit in there. The oh, fuck off. <laughs> Pete and Pete. You had your headgear on. So what? <laughs> so what? We might have gear I'm just alone. saying, you got to take that out. We can hear it. What if I was oh, at a headgear and I was a podcast host? That'd be oh, so yeah, what are you up. doing, are you guys? <laughs> it was the number one podcast on fucking iTunes. Just banging your headgear under the fucking mic. Anyway, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 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 oh my god. So seven dick Leave us a voicemail and we'll answer it on the show. You had fourteen spit screens on your fucking mic. <laughs> I subscribe to it. I, it's a subscription on Amazon. Just send it to me every month. Send me three of them every month. I don't even want to think about it. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. That is the Google Voice mail number, and these people left us a voicemail. Let's listen to it. Right. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. It's John Cena week. What up, in <laughs> It's your boy, the Duke, and I'm calling in because it's the official, unofficially John Cena week here at Vintage Media. What? And I got. Two movies coming at you this week that I will be reviewing. Uh, next one drops this Friday. Binge reviewing party. Calling, hopefully, lots of phone calls tonight for the John um, mini bench. I don't know. What do you guys want to call it? I love it. <laughs> Anyways, I watched um, The Firehouse. I can't even think of the name. It was so good. Uh, Nickelodeon Production Studios movie. You got John Leguizamo. What the fuck happened to that man's career? Um, you had hey, Chef Bitch. Uh, yeah, Michael he's amazing. Key. Yeah, Michael Key. Um, he's, he's funny. It's it's yeah, it's kid humor, but like I like that guy's sense of humor. Kind of like kind of over the top things. Um, and then you got your boy John Cena. Um, this is not a good movie. A Plane with Fire, there's the title. Um, it, it, it's okay. Um, it's also got the girl from Deadpool, you know, with the shaved head. Uh, she's not a good actress. She's not good in this movie. Uh, but it, it's a Nickelodeon production. It's kind of silly. It's over the top. There's smoke jumpers. Nice. And he's a badass with a silly crew. And they're like, uh-huh. yeah, take care for the weekend for the kids that they save. Yada, yada, yeah. yada. Um, yeah, it's run of the mill Nickelodeon. But you know what? Someone thought, see, I did it for you. I did it for the binge. Playing with fire starring John Cena. 
Um, mm. I watched it. I, I giggled. <laughs> yeah, we got that. We got it. It's low bar John Cena. People will probably love it. Suck a Baba Dick. Oh. Fucking all low bar John Cena. Fucking, he's, he's so saying, hype. He's saying the girl from Deadpool is the, the terrible actress. Maybe she isn't in that movie, but it's fucking probably better than John Cena in any goddamn movie. Ooh. Ooh. Was that a drop or was that for real? That was real. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what, what drop do we have that that happened in? <laughs> Ooh. We got a couple of oohs, but it's not really close. Ooh. We got that one. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I got this one. Woohoo. Woohoo. Uh, nice. Where's the other one? I got one more. One fucking more over here. Where is oh, it? Oh, whoa. Wow. That one. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, cool. Thanks. So Bye. hype about John Cena week. Super hype. No, no, no. He said unofficial. It don't even don't fucking play into him. What? It's John it's Cena not... week. No, it's not. You can't it is. Him. For who? For the world. What? Why does he have that? <laughs> Stop being a douche. It's not a thing. <laughs> it was gonna be something else. Cause I stop being a douche. You know what? That's the right word. That's the right word. That works. Uh, <laughs> I'm angry about John Cena. I've never seen this affliction before. He sucks. <laughs> Stick to your wrestling. And don't no, even do your voice. He hasn't wrestled in like 20 years. Good. He's been acting for 20 years. Yeah. I tr- we don't I want tr- him. Because it's John Cena week, I tried to watch that new fucking Netflix John Cena movie and just said no. <laughs> she just wouldn't let me watch it. <laughs> Yeah, because she knows it's not John Cena. There's no John Cena week. No, there's not. And it's not this past week. No, it wasn't. No, I I have a calendar too, and it says not that. You fucking Disney fucking world. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. I love how angry you get about John Cena week. It's okay. It's only once a year, Pete. Next listen, year, we'll let you know. Listen. It's one week out of 52. That's not bad. <laughs> That's, That's a good. lot. A whole week he gets? Yes! A fucking week? Mm-hmm. First of all, the John Cena week was created by a guy who did not even get White Lotus, so I'm not even fucking taking his Dang. fucking And he didn't have the balls to tap out. Damn. Fuck you, Chad D. You got no balls, though. <laughs> John Cena. All right. Kiss All right. John ass. Cena week is uh, officially yeah, unofficially a... a thing. Can uh... I take my shirt off? My fucking John Cena shirt off now or what? <laughs> Stay off. <laughs> and your wristbands. <laughs> <laughs> Was he a bartender? Get the fuck out of here. Part <laughs> so gross. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can't wait to uh, hear more about John Cena week. Oh well, <laughs> Chad D called back. Let's see. <laughs> He's the only one that celebrates. It's your boy. Short and sweet. That's that's very professional of him. That's... It's your boy, the Duke. It's your boy, the Duke. It's your boy, the Duke. Short and sweet, actually, for a week, because I meant to ask this question at the end of the last voicemail. 
Um, <clears throat> listening to the District 9 commentary, Pete made a joke about, I'm the captain now, which made me think, <clears throat> Captain Phillips. Um, the end of that movie when Tom Hanks is rescued um, is far none one of the best, most natural viewing, like, that felt so real to me. Um, it just, the way all of a sudden he just breaks down. Okay. Not in the controversy of what really happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it's one of the single most well-acted things I've ever seen. Um, for you guys, what is, what comes to mind when you think of, like, your either A, favorite acted or just, like, bona fide that is acting scene? So, Captain Phillips, the end of that movie is one for me. I'll give you a second one. Um, with Jim Law, Braveheart is, um, it is my favorite movie. I know, I think it's cute it for him now. Um, but the end of that movie, um, when he yells freedom, uh, there's just his expressions and everything. That, that was like a young moment in my life, like, holy shit, the power of acting. So what is a single moment in film for you guys that, that like, boom, that is, that is well acted? Hmm. Oh yeah, second Bob a dick. Jesus. Well, come on. Jesus. well, there's a scene in Trainwreck when Johnny Johnny Cena shows up. Right. He's so good in it. He's so mm-hmm. fucking amazing. It brought me to tears. Pete, did you see that? No, but I saw uh, Suicide Squad, the new one, and he yeah, yeah. Like, this he delivers the most mm-hmm. naturalistic lines. Right. I was like, who who is this uh, comic book character come to life? John Cena, <laughs> you know? Comic book Cena come to life. <laughs> it took me a fucking beat there to get that. <laughs> um, singular moments that just kind of blow you away. Um, I mean, you can pick a lot of moments in Raging Bull. For yeah. me, yeah, that's a good one. Um, De Niro is just fucking incredible in that movie. But uh, the, the when Denzel's getting whipped, glory, yep, that was in glory, first thing that came to my mind. It's one of the most powerful fucking things I've ever seen. Like, I was just, I couldn't look away. I couldn't fucking look at it. I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was just like, oh, my God, he's staring right into my soul. Like, why did I do this to him? That's how I felt. <laughs> one single tear going down yeah. his cheek. Yeah. That's fucking really, really fucking powerful shit. I do agree with him with the um, Captain Phillips scene at the end. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't able to uh, think of like Denzel and Hanks always come to my mind, Downey and and uh, Cruz. Um, it's always just someone that fucking disguises themselves in the character, and you're just like, mm-hmm. who the fuck mm-hmm. am I watching right now? It's like not that famous A list top ten actor or actress. They just you just believe everything they do. But I can't think besides that Captain Phillips thing only because he brought it up. I really can't think of anything off the top of my head that fucking blows me away. Because it, there's a lot of performances that blow me away and it's not just a sp- specific scene. It's just like that the whole movie you're just involved in. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about that too because he brought up uh, Duke brought up Braveheart and he said that's one of his favorite movies. Mm. Um, so he brought up he brought that up. So I was thinking of my favorite movie, Pulp Fiction. But that's – I look at it the same way, Pete. Like that's a cumulative – it's its just everything is fucking amazing in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul Paul Dano in There Will Be Blood is fucking mm-hmm. amazing because mm-hmm. he's – one, he's going up against fucking 
um, Daniel Day. Daniel Day. And uh, there's one moment, and it, it, that's impressive on its own. And then it, just what he does with the character is fucking just amazing. But there's one moment after Daniel, you know, oh, I've abandoned my ball. You know, that whole scene where he's repenting, mm-hmm. where everyone's like cheering and everything. It's loud. And then Daniel goes up to fucking Eli, not Eli, uh, Paul, and shakes his hand and whispers something to him. And you just see fucking Paul Dano's face just drop. And that moment was like, I love this kid. Like, I hadn't seen Little Miss Sunshine up until, like, until after There Would Be Be Blood and realized he was in that. Um, but that moment, I was like, "This guy's fucking amazing. This guy's an amazing actor." Because his fucking face just drops and turns white. It's fucking incredible. You know what? You brought up. Uh, you may re- uh, remember something in uh, Magnolia. Cruz over uh, his dad's bed oh, is yeah. a fucking that's brutal, brutal. fucking yeah. scene mm-hmm. because he's angry and well, fucking. He, he starts he it so fucking out. angry. Ah, oh, that's he starts a great that scene so fucking. Angry. Mm-hmm. That's a great cruise, uh, fucking, fucking uh, school right there. I I will um, I'll triple down on the Braveheart thing though, because particularly the scene that he brings up, and I don't necessarily think it's because of any like performance. I mean, Mel Gibson's really good in it, but he's being tortured and it's fucking horrible. But the whole power of that scene is that this entire movie we've seen William Wallace do the impossible, right? And he's he's always coming out on top. And you expect that to happen in the scene, especially when you see his friends show up in the audience. And you're like, all right, what are they going to do to get him out of this? And what are they going to do? You know. And then when by the time you realize that they're just there to pay their respects and see him go, it's fucked up. Like, it is a fucked up ending to that movie that it just, it fucking kills me every time i always expect the big fucking bearded bastard right to bust through the crowd and mm-hmm. and fucking kill somebody before they cut his nuts off like it's just it's fucking you're waiting for something to happen and um it just doesn't and it just fucks you up man that is a fucking hard scene to watch mm-hmm. all right thanks duke uh let's do one more and then we'll answer the rest in full binge Let's do okay. uh, this one. Binge Media, Brad here from Antioch, California. Hey, love the show, guys. Great show. Okay, question for you. Big Sasha Baron Cohen fan. Huge, huge. <laughs> so I'm going to go Trump on it, okay? Here's the deal. Borat, something I've seen, okay? What do we roll into <laughs> next? I think you guys know, but I can say it out loud if I can. Bruno, okay? What do we roll into, Dictator? Everybody knows that. Borat's subsequent film. Everybody knows that. The film that is not given enough love is Bruno, the second film that Sasha gave. Would love to see a review on Bruno. Heard plenty of negativity about it. Thought it was a beautiful film. Really fulfilled me. Made my pants a little tighter, if we're going to be honest. All right. Love to see a review of Bruno. Bye, Sasha Baron Cohen. We've seen the rest of it. Everybody knows the rest of it. That's the film that's forgotten. That's the film that you guys will bring back to life. Binge Media. Again, Brad, Antioch, California. Appreciate it. Is this, <laughs> is, holy. Is that a new caller? 
I don't know. Like I, that's what I was wondering the whole time if it was someone playing a trick on us. Brad, Jesus, I fucking Brad. love Brad. The fuck, Brad? Love Brad. Brad. Watch Bradley. Bruno. I'm gonna watch Bruno that, this week because of Brad. Yeah, is that I'm gonna phone watch number? Uh, is that phone number ring any bells or uh, no? The area code does, but not the phone number. Brad from California. Mm. If it's yeah. like fucking Keen, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hate this fucking phone call. Yeah, because he already fucking got me one time. Yeah, I think it was fucking like uh, <laughs> from fucking Australia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, both of us. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, well, yeah. I'm looking through uh, all the numbers that call us. The area mm-hmm. code is the same, but the number is different. Oh, so new on, caller, Brad from Antioch, California. Yes. Nice. Oh. Wait, you said area codes are the same, right? Yeah. Come well, on. yeah, but what? What do you mean, you think it's the what do you mean? I don't know what you're saying. I think you're saying it's the same area code as Keen. No, 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 no. the same oh. area code as Keen. Oh, oh, that's what I thought you meant. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's oh. it's the it's same area code as other callers that have called in in the past. It's Delaware. Gotcha. Um, I do remember one line from Bruno, though. It's uh, He has... He's uh, training in the army or whatever, and he has he has like all this army gear on and his drill sergeant in front of him, but he's got all designer <laughs> kind of uh, fatigues on as well. And the fucking drill sergeant's like, "What the fuck is that?" He's like, "Dolce Cabana." Oh, that's that's all I remember. But it's it, there's some memorable memorable parts, but. Um, I've actually never seen it, so I am gonna throw it on this week. Let's fucking Bruno buddies. Bruno buddies. (laughs) Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, unlike heralded parts, like un uh, like you know what I mean. Like um, what was the word he used? Bruno was what? It was. I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Are you reading the whole thing? Yeah, I am. And it doesn't make any sense because it's a transcription. I, I don't. I can't make heads or tails of it. Yeah, said anyways, it's, 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 it's a film that's forgotten. Okay, yeah. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, his role in Madagascar two, uh, essentially three two, I guess, but um, King Julian is. Arguably the most quoted in my household for all what? time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He is fucking one of the funniest animated characters of all time. Hell yeah. Yep. Fucking Sasha Baracone week. I don't know if anyone knew that. That's good. Let's do it. I thought it was Magnolia week for that second. Oh, <laughs> calm down. I said, talk about it for 30 seconds. Long. Yeah, Come relax on. over there. Fucking John Cena. <laughs> Just fucking jump off the top rope. Calm down. <laughs> all right here. we're gonna answer the rest of those voicemails in the full binge uh if you want to listen to those as well as P- this week's pti five bucks a month patreon.com slash binge media gentlemen should we get to a little tease yes yes sir That's okay, it's the terror of knowing that the episode was shit. Here is John and Jim Screen, Bubba Dick, 
Break tomorrow takes me high, high. Keep it on the binge bone. Keep it on the binge. TV roundup. <laughs> TV roundup. I like that one. That's a nice one. I don't like that one. Why? <laughs> it feels like old school apartment me. No. Is that a different beat? Just trying to get on air. Just trying to get on air. Yeah, but you said you said binge in this. Oh, were you still in the apartment love that days? One. Oh, asshole! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! It sounded it old. Died. It sounded it, old. It kind of it does sound old, but you say binge in this one. Oh, it sounds like that shit last it month. It does. This, this sounds like a fucking car sound. This sounds like a car Dunkin' Donuts sounder. Uh, like fucking DD Wi Fi. <laughs> Let's play another one to get that taste out of your mouth, all right? Yeah, please. Right. Thank you. You Time for TV Roundup. We got some shows for you to see it. to do with anything else say hi to your mother <laughs> you did something to rhyme with lover law okay god damn it <laughs> the greatest <laughs> oh my god it's amazing <sighs> i think we got a we got a, another we did a duet buddies uh well that is a buddy duets um we got a new one coming up. Well, yeah, new one. We'll uh, play it after Teebs. Yeah. Oh. New pee break sounder. Boom. Oh. We'll play it when. Well, then they can't go pee. Nah. Now nah, we'll sounder. play another one after that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how we how used to do sounders. How we used to. Yeah. Do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What yeah, television? Well, do, you, do you want to? Um, you weren't here last week when uh, Alex and I discussed the finale of White Lotus. Do you want to just give your final thoughts on the finale? Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of discussed it and chat a little bit, but sure. Um, the second it ended, uh, Jess was like, I don't like it. I don't like the show. And I got, we got in a big fight. Like, I was just like, that was fucking incredible. Like, I loved every second of it. Um, she was upset about little minor things at the end. And I explained them to you guys, like, the parents not noticing that the kid was with them and all that kind of shit. Like this little shit that didn't yeah. play out perfectly for her. And I was just like, whatever. I was just like, who cares about that? Um, this was fucking engaging from beginning to end. I mean, I, it was just fucking phenomenal. Like I, every single character you either loved or hated yes. with a passion. And that's important, man. You want something to happen to that character one way or other every time they're on screen. And that was Almost every single character in the show. Yeah. I was fucking enthralled with it from the beginning to end. I loved the ending. Um, I, it, I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted that character to show up in future yeah. seasons. And he hadn't a chance to. But 
Okay. Um, I I'm I'm really scared about the next season though. I mm-hmm. feel like, first of all, I feel like too many people are going to want to get involved, and I think the cast is going to be way bigger and more uh, popular. You know what I mean? They're going to they're going to maybe want to be a part of it. I don't want that. I, I liked the star power of this season. I thought uh, Alexander Dario was fucking phenomenal yeah, in this season. Great. She was fucking really great. And I just feel like that magic. I mean, I can't help but trust him at this point, but I just feel like that magic is going to be pushed upon us next year when this year it just seems so natural and unexpected. But do you think that if they do start to get because it was a it seemed like it was a popular show, it got renewed for a second season, they're coming back. Uh, if it attracts those bigger names, like you're saying, they get those bigger stars in and it rounds out the cast with a bunch of big stars. Doesn't that if, if to uh, let me just finish my thought? <laughs> too many, <laughs> too, way too many thoughts. They just got fucking jammed in the doorway there. Um, <laughs> doesn't that take away the 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 whole idea of well, the big name person is going to be either the killer or right. whatever. Uh, second part to that is. I think it 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 leaves the show wide open because they started with a who done it. It doesn't mean like the next show right. has to be a who done it. It can be whatever, you know. It, it can it can, it can they can have whatever kind of theme or format they want. Right. Kind of this is mm-hmm. yeah because this was a low key mystery, right? Like it wasn't really like we were all wondering who was in that coffin, sure, but that's not what the show ended up being about for us. No, no, like, no, you know no I mean? not like, at all. Exactly. We got caught up in so much other shit that was happening in the season. And sure, we would bring it up every so often, like, who do you think dies? Um, but it, it just it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel like your typical whodunit type of TV show. Um, and, and you're right, though. It, it might not even be anything like that next season. It could just be a bunch of fucking goofball people uh, living out fucking, you know, serious but humorous fucking issues on a fucking resort. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I, I just feel like... Everything that we're talking about right now, it all fits so perfectly uh, for this one season of television. I just feel like they're going to try to go with what they think worked and overdo it. I, I don't know. I've just seen it happen a thousand times. I don't want it to. I hope it's great. I do trust them at this point because that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I'll yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Um, I, I did not watch fuck all but i did watch uh the only thing i watched worthy of this show because you don't want to hear about big brother or certain <laughs> challenge um what if uh mm-hmm. so this is the latest uh disney plus animated marvel show what if uh have you guys watched any of these episodes no yeah no but jack was on last week i think he did did he do two he did a couple yeah Mm -hmm. a couple yeah well there's only three out so i'll talk about the third episode third episode is uh basically the the beginning of every character joining the avengers except they all die someone's murdering all the avengers before they get to join the avengers and um, it's kind of controversial for a lot of fucking fans are bitching about it because they literally kill off uh, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, and Hawkeye. They kill all of them in this episode. 
and uh, it's a who it is a who done it. This one, <laughs> um, it's it's the whole the mystery of the episode is trying to figure out who's killing them and why, and even that is tied in to the MCU in one way or another. It's a char- another character that comes up later in the MCU. Um, this one's crazy, well, a lot more crazy than the first two. Um, a lot darker, obviously, with all these characters dying. And uh, this is what what if more so than the first two episodes this is really what it was about for me when I read it uh, as a comic as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was it was off the fucking wall. Like you know what I mean? Like these stories would just be like so crazy, and that's why you would get into them and you just read. And this episode kind of uh, captured that more so than the other two. So it was a lot of fun. I liked this episode the best. I got a couple questions. Okay. Uh, one, do, does each episode thread to the next episode, like stuff that happens in one, does it affect what happens in two, same characters overlapping and stuff like that? No, or is it, it's one separate story for each episode? It's one separate story for each episode. And TJ was struggling with this too, because what happens in the first episode, the first episode is the, uh, Captain America episode where, uh, Agent Carter becomes Captain America instead of, uh, Steve Rogers. And because of what happens in that timeline, he thought, Everything that happened in the next two episodes, well, that shouldn't happen because that happened. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just, you got to separate every episode. It doesn't matter what happened in the last episode. Gotcha. So he was struggling with that too. But yeah, it's every episode's le- legitimately on its own. Uh, second question. Would this have been, would this, could this work live action or is it can only work animation because of how batshit crazy you say it is? Yeah, something like this would no. I mean, they'd need to get the biggest stars they have back. You know what I mean? Like it would never work. If if they did, if they did, could would it be one movie or would it be a show? Like how how would how can they pull up what if uh, live action? How would that work? Could it work? Okay, okay. I I won't. I'll just address your first part. Like, what if they could get everybody? They decide like fucking an endless amount of money and everyone had an endless amount of time and they literally got all the main players of all those characters that I just said to you to come for this episode. Yeah. I think it's way fucking more powerful. Like it's just it's utterly fucking devastating to watch this episode. To watch fucking Robert Downey Jr. die, you know, as Iron Man or Thor die or like all these characters die. I think it's really powerful. As a cartoon, yeah. It's 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 not as impactful. It's just a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but no, there's no way this could ever be pulled off live action. Absolutely not. And is is this also filler, or is is something going to happen within the what if season that is going to bleed into this next phase of the MCU? Or like I said, is this just filler for the time being? For the yeah. next, it is. No. This has nothing to do with what's really going to happen in the MCU. Okay. It's okay. It basically they take a time frame of of one of the MCU movies, and someone makes a choice differently than they did in the movie, and that sends the entire storyline on a different trend, like a different fucking direction, right? Mm-hmm. And they just go, "What if this happened?" Yeah. And then the whole storyline goes to a different direction. That's all it is. It doesn't, it, yeah, it does not connect to the MCU going forward whatsoever. I, so you don't I, think they'll take, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so you don't think they'll take a character that is a what-if new hero and make it live action in a new movie coming up? Because let's say, it, let just 
just for argument's sake, Agent Carter's the new Captain America. Like, if she mm. shows up in a live-action MCU as Captain America, does that work? Or can can they do something like that? She just, like, shows up through the doorway, and we're supposed to be like, oh, that's right, because she became uh, Captain America in that multiverse uh they won't do something like that. No, it's because it's an entirely different storyline. Yeah, like it's I'm just, just, it just I'm work. just throwing. No, it I'm, out. and I'm just answering. I'm just telling you. It's just it just. It I'm not be... arguing with you. Calm down. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> answering you. Jesus Christ. It's John Cena week. We're supposed to be all be happy wearing our fucking Cena shirts. Calm. Well, if... no, you're taking it the other way. You want to start fucking uh, hitting his head on the turnbuckle and shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's Cena week. I got excited. <laughs> I had my is... had a folded chair in my hand real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Just because Marvel can pretty much do whatever the hell they want, and you know, fan service their balls off. So. Okay. What were, cool. what were you going to say, Alex? Did you, you were going to say? Something? Oh no, no, I was just going to say just about the show as a whole. I already talked about it, so I mean. We kind of went off on it last week, so um, no, no. My my whole thing is that it just I love these ideas. Like you're saying, they a character makes us it makes a different choice, and that just sends the storyline completely somewhere else. I fucking love that as an idea. It doesn't have to be Marvel; it could be anything else. I just love that as an idea. Yeah. I don't know if it makes a good show though, because it, it just yeah. seems like filler. It's like, it, do they not have enough? fucking uh product out it's like why do why is this show needed i I just don't understand like the purpose of the show well it is it's absolutely filler but this is a thing that's already existed for years like what if was a comic that it's been existed since the 80s this Mm -hmm. this comic you know what i mean so it's just them plucking shit from there but they're not necessarily plucking from the comics they're they're pulling from the mcu so they're they're twisting these what if stories to Mm -hmm. yeah and it is absolutely 100 percent Filler. That's all this is, is filler. It's just to fucking keep you watching fucking Marvel shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Does that upset you? No, because I enjoy watching it. You know what I mean? Like, Good, good. It is, I, I like seeing um, all the Avengers back on screen. I know it's cartoon. It's not the same one ever. They have an episode coming up where they take the Marvel zombie universe, which has never been even attempted to be shown on screen anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. You know what I mean? That was a huge comic uh, where all the all the Marvel superheroes become zombies. So it's going to be fun. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's it. That, but that's it. That's all I've I've watched. So I need to, I need updates on all the the shit that I missed the last couple of weeks, like reservation dogs. Oh, What's reservation dogs. Mm. Reservation reservation dogs hit its uh, fourth episode, Pete. I think. Yes. I think it's the fourth episode. I don't know, man. This, every week I look forward to this just because, for me, it's just an easy watch. I, I It's a subculture that I don't really know much about, and yet every episode I watch, I'm like, I know all these people. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, some of these people are my family. Some of these people I grew up with. Some of these people are my friends right now. Um, yeah. It's just fucking awesome. I, I, I love these kids, man. They're just so... They do a great job of making them very three-dimensional and not just angsty teenage kids because mm-hmm. that's kind of like they're um, – like on the surface, that's what, it, that's what it is. It's just these angsty kids. They want to get the fuck out. They want to go to California. 
But there's a lot more going on to, especially yeah. the that two lead characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the the bear character, and I always forget the 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 lead girl's name. Not the tough girl, the the other one. But uh, yeah, there's a lot more going on to their two characters. In this episode, you're starting to see some cracks in the Ooh. in the group where they might uh, where they might divide. And um, the big thing in this episode over the last three ep- – the big thing is in this episode is that we get to meet Bear, who is the, the, the kid um, with the long hair. Right. We get to meet his father. We finally get to see his oh. father. And over the last three episodes, his father has been talked about. He's like this yeah, hip-hop yeah. guy. He's this rapper. Whatever. Um, and that opening uh, song. Is he like – is he like a uh, popular dude? I don't know. I don't I can't imagine he's a popular dude at all. Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> just, just on the reservation. Is he well, no, he's not even on the reservation. That's the thing. He doesn't oh. live. He doesn't live on okay. the res- he doesn't live in the state. Um oh, okay. yeah, he's just one of those fucking scumbag dads. And uh this whole episode is is him visiting the reservation. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to spoil like how it goes, but we've been hearing about this guy. Uh, and how much Bear is like proud that like his dad is like an artist and a rapper and everything, and everyone's just like whatever. So we get to get the full effect of his yeah. of his dad in this episode. Is it like recognizable actor or no, Mm-mm. no, no? But your two uh, twin homies show up on the bike. Oh, yeah, the, they're, they're fucking they're great, man. I want them in every show I watch. I, I want them in my house. I, just want, I want them on my keychain. I just want to carry them around. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah, they show up in this like, oh, yeah, your dad's coming? Oh, cool, yeah. Fucking let him know. We got, he just fucking gives Bear a CD. Like, yeah, let him know. Try to get us on the label and shit. Like, fucking hilarious, man. I just, I just love this world. I love these kids. And uh, I, I just... I, I don't even really want to see where it goes. I just I'm along for the ride. I, I just like hanging out with these kids. And yeah. Pete, you and I were talking about, or three of us were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Like, what's the vibe of this show? Like, what are they going for? Um, yeah. For me, I I'm just I'm happy to just go along with the ride at this point. Yeah, yeah just I've let heard. it play out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned to 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 do that because of that whole. I don't know if it was the first episode but that whole paintball scene because i was expecting real guns and then it's right. kind of playful turf war in right. a way so you're just that's what it felt like I, I still don't know that vibe but i don't care at this point alex i'm with you i'm just in it for the ride i think i need <laughs> this is weird for me to say but i think i just need it like 10 minutes longer because by the time i get into the groove Whoa. of the episode I- it's over I kind of agree with you. So they're like 24-minute episodes, right? They're, I guess they're putting yeah. uh, some commercials in and whatnot. But I agree. I agree. Like a thirty-five tight 35-minute episode would be great just to get a Ooh. little bit more. I, I, I just don't think you get enough of – like I said, I'm, I'm along for the ride, so whatever. But I, yeah. I think you need a little bit more in each one to make it like a, a fucking just really solid show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still there though. Nice. The acting though isn't like fucking amazing, um, mm-hmm. but that's not really bothering me with a show like this. Oh, oh, it's, uh, yeah. I was just trying. To... I expect that 
you were you were you were bringing up the the paintball scene. Yeah. And how you thought it was going to be one thing and then it turned out to be paintballs. I expect something bad to happen to one of the characters. That, oh, yeah. That'll really lay the groundwork for how the tone of the show will go if if it goes that route. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, possibly. Then, then we'll know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm um, looking forward to see what happens. Um, Let me look up to see how many eps they're going to get. Do you, on hold on. Do you now. think – that um, the bad thing that's going to happen to one of these characters, do you think it's going to be at the hands of that other group? Like, there's going to be. I like, think so. Yeah. Type... Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think so. Hmm. It just seems to be going that way, and if they don't pull it off, or if they don't, like, there has to be a a convergence. I don't even know where that came from. There has like all both of those two groups. <laughs> Those two groups have to converge at some point. Like, it has to yeah. fucking kick off. Yeah. It's just how bad is it going to be? Um, It looks like they're getting eight episodes. So we're halfway. Yeah, we're halfway there. Hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I love chilling with these, with these kids. They're fucking hilarious. And nice. all the people that they meet are fucking hilarious. All the people that are in the reservation – that do different things. You know, like Uncle was fucking hilarious last episode. And now you get somebody's auntie. Oh, my God. And she's fucking lady. hilarious. The and bean lady was amazing. She was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I mean, she just answers the door with a box cutter. She's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, yeah, I really dig this show, man. It's just uh, it's just a, a good time, I like, hanging with yeah. these kids. Yep, yep, I'm there. Did Thanks. you, Pete, did you get any of the emotionality that they were that they were putting across in this episode for bear yeah oh a little bit yeah you yeah, he totally takes a tone change uh when he comes to his dad he's all he like kind of digresses in age when he is psyched psyched about him yeah mm-hmm. um and he's not the tough kid that that walks around that town, right, right. When it comes to his father, oh, I totally got that, and the, that end scene's great with his mom, whatever. Uh, the line oh, dude, I love that scene. Oh, god in. damn it, I love that scene. That it is, is a little written a little too it, close to home. It's written perfectly. Whoever mm-hmm. wrote that, those few lines of dialogue for her were fucking nail on the head. Yeah, and that was really great because oh, her he, whole situation was hilarious too. <laughs> Yeah, that came out of nowhere, right? The yeah. the whole uh, good devil, uh, sorry, good 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 and evil yeah. angel, honey yeah, yeah, like yeah. that was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, but I good. allowed it. <laughs> I allowed it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, guys. Go ahead, P- play, press play. Good show, good show, great show. Uh, not a great show, but it's a good show. <laughs> nice catch. Not a great show, but it's a good show. I I, I fucking enjoy it every week. You know, the best mean, thing I'm watching. White right Lotus, now. yeah, White Lotus, great show. You know, they'll they'll come around, but sometimes you yeah. get some good shows. It could all turn around in an episode, right? Ah, oh, goddamn it! Why'd you say that? No, I'm saying in a good way. Like God, it could be a great show next it. episode. Yeah, but it also go in a bad way too. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ooh, Fotskis. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Get excited. Dusty! I'm always excited when it's not me. (laughs) 
Are you disappointed when it is you? Like, would you feel bad about it? No, I just, it's always me. Or not always <laughs> me, but it's just like, it's not exciting when it is you. When it's someone else that's willing to do it. It's like, oh. No, you do. Oh, huh? You I'll can juggle you. too. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking balls are just <laughs> juggling gas in your balls. <laughs> you want to have a juggle catch? <laughs> Junkle catch. Oh. Oh, God damn it. Right. What else? What else, you what else do you guys watch? That's it for me, man. Slim mm-hmm. week. Still mm-hmm. dealing with house stuff. Pete says oh, no. no. Pete's yeah, calling you over. watch nothing else. Oh, shit. Well, did I? You did. <laughs> what did I watch? What Mando? I, what, you know what? It, I thought that was going to be a, on, on what did you watch this week, to be honest. Oh, my bad, is it? Yeah. But I like the idea that we'll have a fucking segment for me called, what did I watch this week? <laughs> what did I watch this Where week, you guys? guys just remind me what I watched because I'm a fucking <laughs> dumb asshole. Did uh, I fucking watch this Yeah, week? that dropped this week. That dropped this week. Do you want to do it in here? or you want? Yeah, to yeah, let's do for... it. Yeah, since we're here, why not? Um, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mandalorian dropped episode two of the uh, behind the scenes um, episode. And Mm -hmm. this is basically uh, just on the finale where we see our hero Luke Skywalker show up. So it's all about the big moment. Yeah, interviewing Mark Hamill, uh, the director Peyton Reed, obviously Favs and uh, Filoni and – uh, just the secrets and the hidden stuff happening behind the episode. They had a different name for the episode. They had a different character uh, in the script instead of Luke, uh, just to hide from cast and crew, just to keep it secret, secret. And just knowing how important uh, the character of Luke is within the realm of the Star Wars fan base where, you know, um, they, yeah. Uh, who was that character that was in the script? Ooh, was it good? It, it, it was like. Poo Long? Something like that. Puck Long? Something like that. Ah, fuck. I'll look it up. I'll I'll find it. Was it like a a made-up character? It was a made-up name, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. I believe it's a real character Filoni came up with that's in, like, maybe one of the cartoons. Right, right. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what I got from that. All right. they, they had like a you know they made a they put like a CGI head over Hamill when they were yeah. doing like um, post production and stuff in the meantime. Dude, that and they was... showed how they made the um, young Luke and stuff. Oh my yeah. god, this episode was fucking or uh, yeah, this whatever you call it is fucking awesome, dude. Just like, top yeah. to bottom, just fucking great. So so many good like technical behind the obviously behind the scenes details that just are fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, and then you get Mark Hamill coming in and talking about how it's like, hey, you know, uh, all it takes is one person to fucking reveal the secret. And they're all like, yeah, we got this. We got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't the 70s. Don't worry about it. Hamill is always like close so to the best with this character. He's like, I don't know. They call me and I'm like, I don't know. What do you got? I mean, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Like, just fucking do it. Yeah. What, what's going to happen? Everyone wants to see you. Shut up. Oh, and then Filoni and fucking uh, Favreau talking about how the they got a younger actor to, yeah, to play him. And uh, yeah. how they were just kind of geeking out watching Mark Hamill 
tell this younger actor like how to be Luke, how to talk, how to talk mm-hmm. like Luke, how to move like Luke, how to you know, how to do like uh, like film uh, directing blocking and stuff like that, you know, for the camera yeah. and shit. It's it was fucking so cool, and and the fucking um, the deep fake technology fascinating as fuck. I can listen to that shit all day. That could be a whole other all documentary. All day I can listen to that shit. Yeah. It's it's about like Favreau explaining this deep fake technology that they have and how advanced they had it on Mandalorian and mm-hmm. just saying they're kind of like the watchdogs now or the security of let's we can't let this get out of control cuz this could be really dangerous down. Which the road. is a movie in itself. It's definitely oh going to get God. out of control. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are going to go bad with this technology because <laughs> you said that. Yeah. But Favreau has some great, uh, like, talking head moments. He just understands Star Wars. He understands the fan base. He understands the world. And he just lays it out so perfectly of just how delicate it is and how amazing the fans. Like, he, I just can listen to Fav's talk all the time about anything he's just so technic technologically advanced where he knows the technology will go mm-hmm. and where the star wars universe could go he's just he's just unbelievable man i well, don't really they... care for filoni too much i don't really know much about him i created mandalorian and all the his cartoon shit but mm-hmm. I, I mean i don't know if he maybe he'll take a live action thing for post Ep nine and see what he goes with it. I'd like to see, not stay in the uh, back, in the back timeline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to see but what he could do with other. Things. This is the most excited, uh, both of you. Frankly, this is the most excited I've ever heard you about the Mandalorian. Yeah, this is a pretty cool uh, behind the scenes, man. Because you got Hamill and Favs just mm-hmm. talking about Star Wars, and Peyton Reed was great too. Well, I mean, they they were talking about Jedi, and and, uh, and Thavs was like, he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I know Jedi. You know, I was an usher in the theater. Like, I've seen it fucking so many fucking times because of that. Yeah, and that just like oh. little things like that is just. Alex, you already love really... Thavs, but like little things like mm-hmm. that, just I mean, that is like, that's cred right there. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's street cred right there. It's fucking awesome. Alex, the coolest thing for me in this doc was they were talking about everyone has their own Luke vision face. So they would go around the crew with like uh, uh, pictures of like 15 young Luke Skywalkers, yes. young Mark Hamels. And it'd be like, who is your Luke that you that you can fucking remember with your head? And they just kind of whittled it down to the majority of like what he would look like CGI'd, you know, mm-hmm. cause everyone has their own Luke. Like, is it the, uh, the, uh, on the skiff Luke? Is it that mm-hmm. look? Mm-hmm. Is it the fucking empire look? Is it the new hope look? Like what, if you could draw Luke Skywalker, which one would it be? And everyone has like their own different Luke Skywalker. And they really do. They went through interviews. They went through behind the scenes footage from the 70s and 80s oh, and they just dude. threw it in a data ba- uh, data bank database 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 just to yep. come up with uh his whole face dude, facial recognition it was yeah. amazing 
so I had no idea. Like, I have no idea how deep fake technology works. So I'm probably going to sound really stupid. That's never stopped me before from talking. <laughs> so I'm going to continue doing that. Um, they just take tons of still photos and video. And then the just the the software just fucking parses it out, uses the best possible one, and that's what you're seeing. You're not just seeing one static face. You're seeing a fucking thousands of different faces to make that face yeah. in the deep fake. And that was right. just and voice fucking as well. well, the voice too, that was interesting because they found like the old so- uh, sound engineer or something like that from I don't remember which one might have been Empire or something like that, who had old audio from the from set, right. yeah, from the set, like from the production. And they used like that scene. in yeah. the scene or the, the end part of the finale. It's like, Jesus God, so Christ, this is fucking I, I could watch that for another fucking two hours. Yeah, this was a great law. Well, you should watch this shit. This is yeah, I'm good. Oh, so good, man. And Alex, remind me, but I want to say that they went to Hamill before episode one even aired. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I read that too. Yeah, yep. he, Filoni said, uh, "What do you think about showing up in the season finale of season two? That is <laughs> fucking crazy. and that's great. That's planning, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's amazing, though. What is the official title of this? If I had to look it up to get it behind the mando <laughs> oh no it's not <laughs> oh his name was plo coon plo coon okay. plo coon it's a great movie that war movie <laughs> <laughs> official title anybody no? yeah. i'm looking it up oh <laughs> defoe was amazing that. uh disney gallery the mandalorian making of the season two finale you got right. it disney gallery all right Disney, Disney Gallery will have two episodes in yeah. season two. Because okay. season it's, one went, every episode had yeah. its own mm-hmm. episode uh, behind this. Yeah. Got it? Nice. Season two, episode two. Oh, I did a little whistle there. That did was you pretty hear good. It? That was pretty good. Oh, I, I heard it. it. Like, I that was the first whistle. Never do it again. God damn it. Big sweep. Big sweep. I love how fucking. Sorry. <laughs> I love how excited you guys are about this fucking episode. That was great. Oh, this is the most excited one. ever about Mando that you guys have ever been. Well, love Favs. Huge fan of Favs. And uh, I surprisingly was just fucking completely wrapped up into the Mandalorian. Especially, you guys needed. Especially that second You season. needed. You needed Fav's fat face to show up and say, hey, I do this, guys. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> like chef. Right. I get it. You're the chef guy. It was weird, though. They didn't have any other actors that are in that scene talk about Mark Hamill or their love for Luke Skywalker. They're like not even there. Mm-hmm. Nobody says anything well, that's, about that's that. That's kind of cool, too, because that just keeps it strictly geek. You're not like, oh, yeah. Mark Hamill was amazing. I remember him growing up and blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. all the shit that everybody else fucking says. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, there's a lot of talk about this episode on Twitter. I was kind of reading uh, about it during the week. If they go forward with, uh, you know, Luke's character continuing to show up periodically in season three, 
Um, how do they go about this? Do they go through all this again? Or do they just get that guy that kind of stood in for him that, mm-hmm. that that you were talking about? Like, could he just pull it off? Could he just be Luke? Do you think? Like, how do they do no. it? No, no, They have th- this shit's all on a database already. So all they got to do is just fucking. Oh, they just whip it up. They mm-hmm. just whip it up on that guy. They'll probably hire that. <laughs> Mark guy Hamill's again. like, I I can do this, guys, and they're like, No, we're good, bro. We got you. <laughs> we got all they need. Uh, yep. thanks, for, thanks for showing up last season. Now we're gonna create ninety four seasons of this. Yeah, your face is like, what the fuck? We're not going to get any information. Long after you're gone, we have 94 seasons of a show. (laughs) (laughs) And you could see the the, uh, progression because that – when they showed that Grand Moff Tarkin uh, CGI, fucking awful compared to the Luke, what it is now. That was only a few years ago. Right. That was terrible. All right, fucking cool. Nerd alert. Anyway, nerd. pretty much. Uh, I'm well. I'm still watching Monsters at Work. How long is this season? You've been watching it for six months. <laughs> um, I didn't talk about it last week because I didn't watch it. But uh, two episodes, eight and nine, are out. I think maybe the next one's the last one, so it's over next week. All right. Are you like? Is it okay? Are you is that into it that you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen in the last episode, or is it just like filler for you? What's going on with this? Is it filler? It's not filler, and it's I'm not I'm not like looking forward to seeing what happens in ten. It's just kind of like an episode by episode thing with you yeah. know, a, a handful of characters that are funny right, or interesting. Right. So, all right, that's it. Is it? You think this has the potential to lead to another Monsters Inc.? Like, is it is it popular enough? You think? Uh, I don't know. If your kids aren't watching it, I'm going to say no. Well, I mean, no, but my kids have outgrown that era, right? Like, they're well, are they not watching Avery, it? But I understand that. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Like, you you come back around, but right now they're like they're they're out of the Monsters Inc. Finding Dory shit, you know what I mean? Okay. They're watching yeah. like fucking Umbrella Academy Pulp and fiction. fucking yeah, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if there's a new Monsters Inc. movie, I'm seeing it, which is perplexing. I understand why I wouldn't be all over this show. Um, it just seems like this has been not promoted whatsoever. Um, it's just, it's just not a big deal for them, and it's it's weird to me because of the. The voice cast returning and all that kind of shit. Like, it just seems like this would be the biggest thing Pixar's ever done television-wise. And I don't feel that way about it. Well, why don't you just dive in episode one? It's only 20-something minutes just for the binge cast. Just so you can review it next week. And if you love it and think your kids will love it. Then you bring it home. At least you could just fucking pop this in at work for 20 minutes. And it's yeah, over. I'm going to make him watch it next week. Fucking no, no, that's not what I said. No. That's not, that's not what oh. I said. Don't do that? <laughs> I want you to watch it first. And just, just me? It. Yeah, because it's only okay. 20 minutes. You can bang this out at work, and I want you to see. I'm not. <laughs> I'm laid off again for two weeks. Oh, I just try, I oh, found out. <laughs> do you ever take 20-minute shits? Can you do this on the toilet? I think you can. Nah, I, got, I got 20 minutes a day. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Right. Do we? It is something. It's something I should be interested. In. I totally understand where you're coming from. It. It just. It doesn't. It seems fake to me. Like it just doesn't seem part of the fucking Pixar universe. I don't know why, but it, it is, and I need to like, accept what, that. You mean like what if? 
I was gonna say, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a what if of the Pixar universe. <laughs> <laughs> They're also fillering. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, I'll watch it. All right. That's it, one episode. Okay. You could tap out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I at no point have I ever thought I'm not I'm not gonna like this. It's just that I just never been hyped enough to get into it. Okay, I'm gonna definitely watch it though. That's it. It's on. This and Bruno back to back. Bruno, I forgot we had homework already. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Should have wrote that down. All right. Anything else? That's all I got for Teves. That's it. Oh, fucking little short, tight Teves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we start calling it that? Short tight teeves? Short tight teeves. Tight. Tight. Right. Is it is it time for uh, the premiere of the pee break sounder? Yeah, let's do a little pee break sounder. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, let's just play it. Mm. Hold your little bladder. The show will fucking prism soon. Stands up, little bitch. A broken seal is really bad with vodka and beer too. You know I need a pee break soon. So come on, Jim Long. Come on, Peter. I don't want to piss on the floor. I'm the one who wants a pee break soon. <laughs> Deep inside, I know you need one too. Waited since the start of I don't think I've ever wanted to seriously sing along to a pee break sounder ever yes! before that one. Yes! I just want to sit and sing that song with you guys. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. This started with Pete going, hey, uh, is this Mr. Big so- this Mr. Big song you ever been a sounder? Hmm. No. He's like, all right, I'm going to do a sounder. All right. He's like, can you do some background vocals on this? And yeah, sent it to me. Do the background vocals. He's like, can you just sing the rest of the song? Can you just, can you just tackle the song? I'm like, All right, fucking it. God damn it, Pete. God damn it, Pete. You sounded just fine. It was fine. It was fine. Your vocals were a lot cleaner than mine. <laughs> That was fucking amazing. 
I can oh, imagine it, a Lollapalooza with everyone singing along with that. Oh, oh Pete just, uh, yeah, he gave me a very distinct image of uh, what that would look like at a live sound, at a live uh, palooza. Yeah. It what was, was law, giant law with someone to his left and Nate P to his right. With his giant arms around their necks, it's swaying side. To yes, side. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about an actual pee break? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Do it. All right, boys. We're back from peeing. Heard the new sounder. We're ready to go. Yes. And we got one piece of final business to get to. And that's what did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? <laughs> and I think he's gonna find himself online. Law's gotta watch all his movies tonight. He don't like to pay for that shit at all. Oh no, no, no. What the fuck you watch? What you watch? Ten a monadino, ten a pound. Oh, God. What the fuck you gonna watch out? What you watch this week? Fucking Google Voice and fucking TV round. Oh! What you watch this week? Fucking Google Voice and fucking TV round. Oh! What you watch, what you watch is week. I want watch some films. How about you? No time for surprise. What are you doing, you cocksucker? You fucking watching some shit? What are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? What, what, cocksucker? Cock-cock-cock-cocksucker? You fucking watching some shit? 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 What are you doing, you cocksucker? You fucking watching some shit? Right, Pete? I oh, did, yeah. I guess. yeah. You did that one? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, I think I did a couple of remixes like that. A fucking I 80s did, that... nightclub retro oh, fucking so good. techno mix of Ammon is might be the greatest thing you've ever done. I'm not even lying. Oh my god. Get it, get it, get it. Get it. <laughs> 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 He's a perfect person to fucking remix. <laughs> what do you do? You got. <laughs> what do you think? Holy oh, shit. I have, a, I have another one. Yep. It's called uh, 
podcast. Oh, podcast roundup remix. Let's do it. Hold on. Where'd it go? Fucking A. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, God damn it. How do you lose Where'd... it? I lost it. Come on. I, I suck. <laughs> I'm looking for it. God damn it. Sick. I hear it. Where is it? What? what do you mean you hear it? Oh, I got to find. Oh, there it is. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Uh-huh. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got it. We're all. Okay. Uh-huh. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, okay. Go. Give me ten seconds. One, uh, two, three, five. Four. Here we go. Eight. Got it. Brand new fucking big okay. Disney bitch. Where we listen to some other podcast. <laughs> we talk about it. Serious <laughs> the fucking shit. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> So the song playing in the fucking shady nightclub in the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> like, that's the kind of fucking song that shit is right there. <laughs> oh, Holy fuck. Amazing. Amazing. <sighs> what All right. did you Alright, so there's um, not a lot going on. I do have a couple screeners in, in the wings here, boys. Ooh, nice. Great. Great. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll see what's up with those. But listen to me. You know, I, I kind of wished we had a screener this week. Um, first movie I watched this week was called uh, Reminiscence. Yes. Reminiscence. And I was kind of excited about it. Okay. Really? This is why. Yeah, I was, this is why. Let me Hugh Jackman, yep. Rebecca Ferguson, yep. Sandy Newton. Yep. Okay. I'm like... Uh, everyone knows Hugh Jackman, Danny Newton, Rebecca Ferguson. She's pretty fucking great in the Mission Impossible movies. She's phenomenal in Doctor Sleep. Like, one of the best villains of that year. I I, I was very pumped about this movie. Uh, when I watched it, had a pretty high ranking on IMDb, too. So I was like, all right, all right, let's just, you want to watch this? She was like, all right, I guess. Uh, this doesn't seem like too fucking rom-com but whatever and i was like well we'll, we'll see what happens Maybe. mystery yeah look at look at this mystery romance sci-fi i mean what more can you want in All a film right there. yeah hmm. all right so um this is uh should i do the synopsis they have yeah synopsis sure. yeah nick banister a private investigator of the mind navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her. Mm, Hugh Jackman is Nick Manister. He owns a uh, a business in a kind of alternate future, I guess you could say, where all the world, a lot of the world has flooded. Mm. Um, Everywhere is like Venice, Basically, you have to get around by boat. Uh, and he allows people to go to a specific memory in their mind and kind of relive it whenever they want. That is his business. You go and you sit in this pod mm-hmm. and that uh, memory plays out on a screen for some reason for everyone to watch while you're having it. I don't know why that's a thing, but it yeah, is. Exactly. Um, 
So, yeah, and these people just always, a lot of these clients pick the same memory. You know, they always go back to the same memory because it's very happy or it's very, you know, something that they love. Um, this woman walks in one night and says, I lost my keys. Can't find my keys. Can we just do a quick fucking pod fucking shuffle shit, whatever the fuck you want to call this, and tell me where my keys are? And uh, while he's doing that, he goes a little farther than he should after the keys are found. And he finds out some uh, information about this woman who, by the way, uh, the moment she walked in, he was just completely enthralled with and fell in love with. Owner. Um, so then he gets, he gets obsessed with her and uh, she ends up forgetting some earrings at the shop and he has to go return the earrings to her where she works, which he knows where she works, by the way, because of her memories. And uh, they start a relationship. Now, as said in the synopsis, she disappears. And it's all about him obsessing over where she goes. Because he thought they were planning for the future. They're going to have a life together. And she literally disappeared from his life. So he gets obsessed with his own memories. um, And starts just fucking going through them uh, bit by bit by bit. Trying to figure out clues as to where she could be. And that is where the whole mystery uh, comes together. Yeah. Uh, How do you guys uh, feel about this? Oh boy! <laughs> we'll start there. Uh, oh boy, yeah. on ten. <laughs> oh boy, where art thou? Oh, hey! Uh, written and directed by Lisa Joy, who is the wife of and uh, co-creator, co-creator, maybe co-creator of uh, Westwood, uh, but uh, wife of Jonathan Nolan. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. So in that whole uh, Nolan slash HBO family with uh, Westworld, um, yeah, and she wrote and directed a bunch of those episodes as well. Mm-hmm. So this looks great. I love this world. I love where we're at. I love that sunset. That's when everything comes alive. Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucking sleeps. Because uh, it's just too damn hot. Um, mm-hmm. I like the the raising of the water levels. Like I just kind of like the universe as it all. Right. Um, I I love this idea of going into people's minds and like track. Not not people go to this reminiscence machine for nostalgia to relive a moment. Yes. Um, right. So I kind of like the that idea where. You can go into some people's minds, but everybody go. It, it seems like most people that go into this machine, like it, it seems like Rebecca Ferguson's the first person who's like, "I lost my keys. I want to find my keys." Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And he says, "Like whatever. Like it's your money. We can do this." But it seems like most people just go to this thing to relive a happy moment, which is mm-hmm. okay. But I well. I don't what would like you it. do it for? I, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it for anything? I don't think I would do it for anything. Yeah. So on the one hand, like I do like the concept, but on the other hand, I wouldn't I wouldn't go forward with it. Right. Um where this kind of like uh you know, let let's let's get your guys um initial impressions about it first before we get into the actual nitty gritty, I guess. <clears throat> oh, you want to start with me? Sure. Um, like the world a little bit. Um, I like all the players that are involved. But th- this has like that film noir, right? There's like a, a Hugh Jackman voiceover. 
Yeah. Uh, a little bit, and I'm just like, I don't really want this right now. I don't want this movie. And I've kind of felt felt like I've seen shit like this before with like a little bit Minority Report or that sure, Denzel yeah. de- mm-hmm. de- Deja Vu movie, and I'm just like, what is this? Like, what what are we really? What is new about this movie that I need to care about right here? Like, what? Why the hell should I be watching this? Like, what the fuck is the point of this movie? I've seen shit like this. Not that shit shouldn't be made or repeated or – but I'm like, this needs to fucking pay off tenfold at the end here for me to freaking – freaking – fucking um, – <laughs> freaking fucking love. Wrecked himself. Wow. Freaking fucking love this movie and uh, it just didn't – hit anything for me this movie was a fucking dud uh in my eyes i i, I just I, I didn't like it i didn't i didn't like this movie at all mm. um i'm gonna skip ahead to the nitty-gritty piece uh, yeah, right no. i know you you <laughs> yeah, so, no, no because it's I'm, been... I'm fine i i just didn't want to like go off on the nitty-gritty yeah. before you guys got your thoughts out right um so let's let's start with the nitty-gritty yeah. yeah, I mean, because th- that's what it comes down to me for this. Yeah, um, absolutely. Me too. At one point, I yelled at the screen, um, we get it, you're an alcoholic. The Sandy Newton character is so fucking brutal in this fucking movie. Um, every second she's on screen, she has to be drinking something. Yeah. Or getting a backstory of how good of a shooter she is. Or... You're in awe because she looks like she's 70 years old for some reason. Like, it's just, it's fucking, it's really off-putting for me. It really bothered me a lot. Um, their whole relationship was just fucking stupid. Um, they're either fucking arguing or they don't like each other. And then yet they show up to save each other by mm-hmm. shooting people in the face for some reason. The dream aspect is what really, really, really bothers me about this. Okay, because when he puts in a fucking recording of a dream... It's first person, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm thinking specifically from uh, the, the the guy that they're interrogating that's in a coma, and they're trying to find uh, the, the the lead drug guy, right? Yep. Yep. It's a first person vantage point of his dream, which I would imagine all dreams would play out. Every other dream in the movie is like you're watching a movie of the dream. It's so confusing. And I don't understand yeah, any of this. It's so confusing. Because especially when he's watching his own dreams and we are seeing her, what, say they hug or something. And this is uh, after the fact and he's trying to find out where she went. He's hugging the Rebecca Ferguson character, but you get to see her look away like she's distraught. How is that part of his fucking dream? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I keep saying dream. Memory. How is that part of his memory if he never saw her fucking do it in the first place? Mm -hmm. It can't be part of his memory. There's a scene where they kind of shoot that whole thing down. Shoot what down? What you're saying, your argument. There's a scene between him and Rebecca Ferguson not in the simulation at all, and he mm-hmm. tells her to close her eyes and try to remember something. And she rem- she's she says that she rem- she is seeing herself in her past, like a like a thought. But she sees herself, and he says, "Oh, that's because you put yourself in in." It, it's it's a real quick moment 
but it's like remembering uh, a Christmas from 1985 or something in your own heads. Right. You see everyone sitting around the tree, even you or something like that. Like he just says something like that because that's but, what you're watching. Okay. And so you know, that's not, supposed to – I'm just going to say it, like is that supposed to explain why when they're interrogating the guy that's in the coma, mm-hmm. it's in first person? Like why is it different then? Because he's doing the same thing with him. He's talking to him on the microphone just the way he is talking to his clients that sit in the tank. Yeah, but it's that it's your it's your memory of what happened. It may not be for real, right? It's just like what your your cognitive memory is of that moment. I'm not trying to defend this movie. I'm just saying you may remember yourself driving down the road today and you could probably see yourself like your vision of yourself in the car, not Mm -hmm. your POV. And that's what their memory is. But but that doesn't fucking pay off. Because the simple point of her coming in saying, I need to find my keys. If she's remembering the whole thing, if even her sitting at that table uh, in the dressing room, how is it that the keys are shown dropping under the table if she doesn't actually remember that happening? I don't understand this whole aspect of the movie. How are we getting an overall fucking thing of what happened if she didn't remember it? Like, how are we getting her looking off to the side when he's hugging her if he didn't actually remember it? This is her specific memory. How would she ever be able to find her keys if she doesn't remember where she put them? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. The, at, a, at its core, this whole concept doesn't make sense to me how they present it. Well, isn't Not even thing, in the... But she knows where they are, though. Yeah, that, I was going to say, the devil's advocate, and not to spoil uh, where that third act goes, Yeah, but th- she was there for a certain purpose, and it wasn't to find her keys. Oh, that's okay. That uh, that I get. You're right. She does know where the keys are. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Right, 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 right. But still, but the there's, aspect- there's still issues with how the reminiscence machine works to begin with. Right? Like, there's still issues where. Uh, oh yeah, because. Oh, hold on. Just, yeah, just to stop ahead, you in that. Ahead, just to stop you in that one moment. If if he sees her keys drop under the table in that in that fucking clip. That she comes there to fucking get. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he realize at the point, like, oh, well, she knows they're there because she just showed me where they were in her memory. Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? If yeah. I lose yeah, my keys, I don't fucking remember where they are. I don't know where they went. I can't show you a clip from my fucking memory and then they're there. I don't know where they are. Yeah. I can't argue that. That is, that's on point. You're right on that note. But the argument of POV versus yourself in the memory, yeah, they can argue that. It's just like picture yourself at Palooza two years ago. You're in that image. It's not a POV. You're there. Right. You're seeing right. yourself, right? That's what you're going to see. Right. And they they do – Hugh Jackman mentions that when they're like in her – in her his apartment or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're going to see yourself in a memory because that's okay. I don't know. I, but I get what you're saying about the, um, you know, if it's her memory, she should know mm-hmm. where the keys are. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't play out that way if she doesn't remember where they are. It doesn't make any sense. There could be clues leading up to the point where she leaves it, but not they showed it fall on the floor. And I get what you're saying, Moreno. That's because she actually knew where they were, but then he should be like, well, what's going on here? He's like, if you're showing me where they are, you know where they are. What the and, fuck are you talking about? And he kind of doesn't pick that up, though. That's what I mean. He doesn't pick that up until much later. Yeah, but ah. he, he loves her so much. He's I in guess love with so. Her. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're right. And Instantly. I guess so. But like, I mean, she's okay. You know, what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be a pig. I'm just saying <laughs> she's all right. <laughs> she's all right, dude. But um, yeah, I mean, his I, he's just immediately obsessed. And, oh yeah. Uh, like I like Hugh Jackman, and I like him in this. Um, so his performance was okay. Just to veer off a little bit, I loved Andy Newton. I love her in fucking Westworld. Uh, Ooh. she's fucking great. She's kind of fucking boring here. Like she doesn't. I don't know if it's the character. She's supposed to be tough. She's an it's alcoholic. She has a whole thing with her daughter, but she just so fucking stifled in like her movements and her like her line delivery it's just not good i don't know if they're giving her enough or she's just playing or it's just bad direction that she just should just be not three-dimensional at all or not really uh to keep it close to the vest i don't know like I just didn't like her performance at all, and I was looking, kind of looking forward to like these two characters or these two actors just kind of chewing the fat, chewing the scene, and and mixing it up. And they don't. No, and they, and they thrust her into this. Like they go from her being kind of a, a conscience for him, right? Like you shouldn't yeah, do this, right, don't right. go there, don't do this, and then she shows up, guns a blazing. Like what <laughs> the fuck is happening? Like, it was so stupid. I was yeah. just like, this is awful. Alex, I'm the complete opposite of you. I, I don't like her at all. I don't think she's a, a, a good actress. Well, bad news. Uh, Next week is fucking Danny Newton week. Oh, <laughs> 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 ah, God, fucking beat was missed there. That's fantastic. <laughs> What no, are we watching you, next week? Mission Impossible 2? <laughs> you didn't, you, but you didn't care for her in this? I don't like her. If I see her oh, uh, okay. in the cast list, I'm like, oh, I know I'm getting a fucking bland performance from her. I, oh, I you know I've why? I think I know why. What's that? I think I want I, – I know why. Yeah. I think she's probably, for you, a discount, low-budget – Zoe Zaldana. Zoe Zaldana. Yeah, exactly. Blandy <laughs> Newton. <laughs> You're not wrong. Zoe Zaldana knocks the shit out of her. Yeah, Is yeah. That the, that's not the term. Knocks it out of the. Po- I don't know. Sports. She Zoe. Zoe <laughs> she sports her. Sporty sports sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it, fuck. This was rough. This was a rough watch. I'm just like, let's go. And the whole third act is Hugh Jackman verbally explaining everything to the audience, which was rough. Oh, she oh the voiceover. He wanted yeah, voice, me to no, the voice no, but it wasn't a voiceover at that. Point. It's actually, watching memories and saying them aloud. 
Yeah. As they're point. going by, yeah. Oh, she wanted me to find the earrings. Oh, she's over there. I'm like, we got it. We fucking got it, Hugh. We don't need this. How dumb are we? Also, Your husband it, is a Nolan. We understand what's happening. Look, at and a lot of things I heard about the Inception vibes for this film. Like, are there Inception vibes? Like, oh, yeah, it's a little Inception-y from the trailer or whatnot. Inception had, a, like, a really detailed and a bit complicated uh, story. Um, the whole system, the the whole jacking into people's fucking minds uh, yeah. is a little bit complicated in that movie. So there, our whole exposition, exposition is a fucking thing for that movie. This is not that difficult to pick up at all. No. Like – no, the reminiscence no. machine, not all that difficult to pick up. Inception, no, no. a little, uh, whatever. Like maybe a little bit difficult to pick up, but it's it's purposely complicated. This right. is just unnecessarily complicated, and they spend way too much time fucking explaining shit. Like you just said, Pete, at that that in the last act. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was definitely one fucking part where they put uh, Cliff Curtis, or is it Curtis? Mm-hmm. No, it's Cliff Curtis in yeah. in the reminiscence machine. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Jackman's so fucking mad. He's like, I'm put him in there. We're going to fucking find this out. You're in this reminiscence machine. <laughs> he has to fucking yeah. say the same line, but he's yeah. so angry about it. Yeah. I'm just sitting there fucking going, oh, of course, and then just laughing my ass off at how fucking ridiculous it is. You're going to burn. You're going to yeah. burn for eternity. <laughs> You're in this reminiscence machine. It just got a lot of memories in your memory. What? It's like we know you're angry. You have to go through this whole. It's just fucking stupid. I, I, I was going into this movie giving it a five, and it might be a fucking GC on time. It, it just might be, and it's not even like oh, it's unfortunate because it had a great premise. It's a decent premise. Yeah. It's okay, but like the fact that I wouldn't do it has a lot to do with it. Um, so it's hard to take myself out of it. But that's why I kind of like led in this review with all the things that I liked in terms of like the cinematography. Like it looks great. I love this world. But that's pretty much it, man. That's fucking pretty much it. The 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 key element in this movie is: Do you care enough? about their relationship and what happened to her that drives the next, I don't know, hour into this movie because they, she disappears and we're supposed to understand that, like, or believe five months went by and they are the yeah. happiest people in the world. And that's a weird, isn't that a weird cut, by the way? Yeah, it's, it's super weird, man. It's, oh my weird. God. It, it's only like 20 minutes into the relationship, but then we're in this immediate memory cut and you're like, Whoa! Like yeah. they were, and then he has to backtrack again. Like you guys are saying, we were planning for the future, and we were going to do this, and then he something has to fucking explain everything we just missed. I'm into something good, <laughs> the whole fucking montage there. Yeah, like fucking build some fucking characters here before you just dive in. And it just ah. gets so convoluted. There's this whole other side not side story but it feels like a side story with this other woman on the dock and her son and i'm like what does this have to do right with am i supposed to care about all these other secondary characters can't we just beeline right for right 
to Rebecca Ferguson, I feel like we're going way out of the way here where we could make it a direct relationship or uh, relatable within the char- within like the main characters or something. Have Thonday Newton be, I don't know, uh, I don't know, a main character w- within that love triangle or something. But we go to Cliff Curtis, which is fine. And then there's this other fucking drug lord. And then there's this other woman on the dock. And then there's her son. It's like, what? Why yeah. are we so far out to find her? It's just kind that's, of weird. That's a, a thing about all the characters in this movie is that Every single person that they show go into this thing matters in the mystery of the film. Did you notice that? And some people might think, that's well, that's good storytelling. Every single character matters. Well, no, because he could build this up. He could build up what the fucking the, the reminiscence machine is about. I don't know what the fuck this business is called. He could do it a million other ways. Every single person that goes into this machine factors into the main plot of the movie. So it just it, it it makes it fucking cheap to me. It makes yeah. it like it doesn't like everything that happens in this guy's life is just is just surrounded about the plot of this movie, and it just fucking it, honestly it bothers the shit out of me. Yeah, even this <laughs> like the Legolas guy, like he shows up later, and you're just like, what? come on, Legolas. Yeah. <laughs> Legolas shows up. Oh, Legolas! Holy fuck! Yeah. What copy did you guys get? Amazing. It's great. He slid down that fucking Hugh elephant. That was amazing. It's an only fun. <laughs> I'm totally giving this a fucking Collins on ten. Fucking four on ten. <laughs> Fuck man, this is a fucking disaster. Ah, oh, fuck. And, right. and that's what it was, it's like. I, did I want this to be good? Like I was asking myself at the end of the movie. I'm like, all right. So I kind of like some things. Did I? Is this a situation? Is this a movie where I thought, like, yeah, I wanted this to be good. At the end of it, didn't ask myself. I, like, no, I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's not. It's barely a movie. I don't. I don't even see a movie. I didn't even see a movie. What is this? I don't even know what I'm watching here. It's awful. It's, going back, it's fucking bad. Yeah, going back to my point of as soon as the flash happens where you know she disappears and mm-hmm. he's he wants to find her, I'm already out. I go, I don't I know. Care. Yeah. I didn't see this relationship. Nobody cares. That's the thing. No one cares at that point. I didn't care. They, they didn't show enough of them yeah. uh, loving each other. They just met. It's flash. She's missing. I'm like, okay. I don't care. That's the problem. You can't, right skip, the you can't skip three quarters of the relationship and expect <laughs> it to fucking mean something to the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, it's stupid. It was more than three quarters they skipped. Yeah, it, it probably was. was right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Come on, man. Make, make, that, make that go halfway through. And then make the uh, investigation just the, other, the second half. I wa- I watched this really early in the week, and I wasn't even going to tell you guys because I didn't even want to talk about it. And then Moreno came on the chat, and he's like, I watched Reminiscence. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, because Chad reviewed it on Binge Views last week or maybe the week before. And uh, I was like, I-, I had so many questions about it. I'm like, this sounds fucking interesting. This sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he didn't give it a great review. I, I think it was a low stream it. And... Yeah. uh 
yeah, watching it was like, oh, I can see why. I can see why. I say yeah. skip it. I say yeah, skip, skip it. Get the fuck skip out of this. Do not watch this. <laughs> I'm out. All right. Let's see if we get any better with this. Um, demonic. Oh. No. Oh, real quick. Let, let me do a quick re- quick review for something I watched. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys watched uh, the oh. Bob Ross documentary that's on oh, Netflix. No. Give it to me, guys? baby. No? no. Okay. Um, so it's uh, called Bob Ross Happy Accident, Betrayal, and Greed. Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Sorry. Uh, okay. Bob Ross brought joy to millions as the world's most famous art instructor, but a battle for his business empire cast a shadow over his happy trace. So it starts out watching, you know, obviously we have a Bob Ross uh, show, Bob yes. Ross themed show on this network. Yes. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, been watching this practically my whole life so yeah bob ross fan let's fucking check this out and then within minutes i was like oh no am i gonna oh, no. watch one of my <laughs> one of my heroes just be a piece oh, no of shit? just be a p pe- complete piece of shit great no and that's the thing with these fucking documentaries these days it's like oh all of those fucking people you grew up with yeah they're all pieces of shit they were fucking all diddle and kids yeah exactly um uh, I'll just uh, I'll bury the lead. Bob Ross's character is fine. He may okay. have had a little, you know, dilly dally with a couple of ladies when he was married, but hey, neither wait. here nor there. As uh, so, some of the other painters uh, in this documentary say, "Hey, it was uh, the '80s. We were all fucking each other." <laughs> Which I feel like that decade keeps on getting to the more recent decade. Where it's like the 60s. It was free love. It's like it was the 70s. We were crazy. It was disco. Everyone's fucking each other. Ah, it was the 2015s. We were all just banging. It was crazy. Six years ago it was nuts. You have no idea what that was like. Um, so you get a little bit of backstory of like fucking Bob Ross uh, coming up. You know, he was in the uh, he was in the Navy. And uh, was stationed in Alaska, and then he just he fell in love with painting. So you get a little bit of his backstory, how he became a painter. Um, mm-hmm. His son is a big talking head in this, uh, mm-hmm. and a, a a painter friend of his, uh, big talking head in this, and then a couple of other people, a couple of other fucking great people. Uh, but Whoa. he meets somebody at some point, and that's where it all goes downhill. Uh-oh. He meets somebody that was like a huge fan of his paintings. It was like, "Hey, uh, we'll we'll um, oh, you want to we'll, monetize? We'll put, on, we'll put on, yeah, we'll monetize this. We'll Uh-oh. pay you. We'll yeah. put on these seminars, and we'll just travel the states Uh-oh. doing all these seminars." And he's like, Uh-oh. "Great, you know, I don't have to have a fucking uh, quote unquote real job, whatever the fuck that is, and I don't have to be in the military. I just get to paint and fucking be happy and." talk with squirrels and shit Mm -hmm. and so you can see where that goes right right happy accidents betrayal and greed that's where it goes you kind of know where it goes but then by the end not a great postscript not a great postscript oh uh it's 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 worth a watch it's a good background watch but uh you know where the story is going halfway through and um there's no good ending here Let's say that. There's no good ending. Uh, but still, great great documentary, 7 on 10. Uh, really enjoyed it. It's on Netflix. There you go. Is this, for someone like me, mm-hmm. who 
big statement here. Mm-hmm. I've never, ever watched an episode of Bob Ross in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Is this interesting to me? Yes. Does this tell me about who he is as a person and how he was done dirty? Uh, absolutely. Okay. And why absolutely. there's a show on your network called Wake and Bake. <laughs> yes. Why do we have a show named after him? And also, uh, Moreno, uh, why do we have a Wake and Bake show with Bob Ross uh, for the past three years? Who is Bob Ross, Moreno? At some point. They I talk think about was... our show on the documentary. <laughs> uh, yes, I think it would because – I think regardless of what that person does in their industry, if it's a good story, I think I, – or if it's a story that's compelling, you would pick that up. Okay. I think we had a staff meeting once, and I had my hand up, but you shooed me away. That question was, who is Bob Ross and why do we have a show name? <laughs> I remember <him>? that. <laughs> yeah. We were all at brunch and yep. – uh... Didn't want to have any of it. And yeah, just, it, it, it shoot me away. And I don't even have a POV of that. It, I'm the, I see myself. Oh, you got the memory stick of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in his basement, though, Law. So you gotta. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, uh, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out real quick. Uh, Bob Ross uh, documentary on Netflix is uh, pretty pretty good. And I'm sure, good. I'm sure our boys uh, Tom and Jack will review that on Awake and Bake with Bob Ross. Right? I believe they might get a commentary. Special edition. Oh, they're doing a com com, huh? I just put a tom com. You know what? I'm gonna text them right now. Tell them to do a <laughs> now he's making him do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a commentary on this. Yeah, you said. All right. That's interesting. I want to watch that because I do really don't know anything about the dude other than he paints fucking trees. And has happy accidents. Oh, they talk go. about his fro. They talk about how fucking all the women loved him because he got that sexy fucking uh, that Bob Ross that, fucks that chest bush coming out. It's nice. Bob Ross fucks. Bob Ross fucks hard. He does. Oh boy. All right, let's get right, to this get last. To it. Let's get fucking to this masterpiece. Um, if you listened a couple weeks ago to the full binge, we did a commentary for. District 9, we were very excited because Neil Blomkamp had a new movie coming out, and that's why we did that specific commentary. The movie's called Demonic, and the synopsis on IMDb is, A young woman unleashes terrifying demons when supernatural forces at the root of a decades-old rift between mother and daughter are ruthlessly revealed. Sorry, I'm trying to do the uh, horrific, doesn't it? I disagree with that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I factually disagree Perfect. with that. Synopsis. <laughs> that is wrong. It's <laughs> a wrong synopsis. All right, so. I'll do my best here to tell the people what it's about, but I'm going to be honest with you right off the hop. I, um. I did not finish this. Um, I think I was right at the very end and my mom came over and I pressed pause and then my mom left and I went back downstairs and I looked at the TV and I was like, nah, I'm not fucking finishing this shit. I just fucking shut it off. There was no way I was going to finish that last 20 or 15 fucking minutes or whatever I needed. 
Um, this uh, uh, she f- okay. I Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> this fucking movie is a disaster from the fucking get go. It honest to god, it looks like it was made by high school students. Ugh. It is so disappointing from beginning to when I watched it and to the end. I'm sure for you guys. Um, this woman is trying to help her fucking not even, I don't know if she's trying to help her mother because the first time she goes underneath with her, she fucking tells her off and tells her how much she hates her. You want me to, uh, yeah, take over. Okay. So the mom and the daughter are estranged. They, They don't talk anymore. So the mom is now in a psychiatric hospital in a coma. Yeah. The, the lead girl's, a uh, friend from back in the day gets called to this hospital to do some kind of um, uh, what's it called? Just some uh, testing thing. And he sees the mom. The, the mom was there, whatever. So he goes back and tells the daughter, "Hey, listen, your mom's at this hospital. The hospital is going to get in touch with you. Uh, they're going to find out who you are. I know you changed your last name, but they're going to find you." Lo and behold, next day they get a call. Hey, listen, we want you to come down to this psych hospital. Uh, we need your help. The daughter comes down again. She hasn't talked to the mom years. They this facility tells her, "Listen, she's in a coma. She had a head accident. Um, we are giving her medicine, but she's not communicating with us. We need you to go into this digital world to find out if the medicine we're giving her is helping, or is there anything that we can do to help her." Because she doesn't want to communicate with us, and we think you're the only one that can communicate with her in this digital world. It's like a video now, game. Basically, the mom is hooked up to this headset. They put the uh, daughter next to her on another headset, and they said, we're going to drop you in in three, two, one. They drop the daughter in, and then this digital world um, <laughs> kind of develops around her, kind of like um, – a, a 3D video game, and yeah, that's what it like looks a... like in there. And she has to try to find her mom because they're not on speaking terms. Because apparently, the mom has killed people along the way and has been in jail and has a lot of issues. So, they're trying obviously by the title, Demonic, you can kind of figure out why the mom is doing this. Yada, 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 stats, stats, stats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's basically the whole premise is like, why, why is the mom in a coma? Um, and they, obviously they find out that the mom doesn't want the daughter there. She's not upset with the daughter anymore because the mom knows that she has been possessed this whole time and doing all these crimes and murders under the mercy of a demon and the daughter didn't know this. So now that she comes to terms with the fact that my mom's not crazy, she's possessed. So I have to try to help her. That's pretty much the, mm. the jizz of the movie. Do you feel like um, Blomkamp? I feel this is how I feel. He <laughs> he felt like oh like I it's like I can do this whole video game aspect and that would be cool and that's why I want to do this movie. Did it come across your guys' mind at all? Alex, no. did you watch this? No. Okay. Oh, you didn't? I thought no. you did. No, I didn't watch this. Oh, fuck. Okay. Pete, did you feel that at all? No, I'll tell you why. Because the <laughs> third act has nothing to do with anything in the digital world whatsoever. 
There's oh. no point to the daughter going into this digital world to talk to her mom. It could have been a simple um, will by the mother that doesn't want to talk to any of the doctors and says, I only want to talk to my daughter. And that's why they bring her into the hospital. And they could have a full-blown conversation person to person. And that would alleviate anything that has to do with the digital world because that does not play into anything in the third act. There's a scene that happens. And then there's the third act. And then it's all live action not in the digital world. It makes no sense why we are there at all. It's so fucking stupid. Where did you leave off? Well, if I can... Uh... Um, I left off... I think I'm in the third act that you're talking about because uh, the she finds the dead worker in the Jeep and he gives her the knife or whatever and says, you yeah. need this to kill it. Yep, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's right around there where I dropped out. So that's pretty much it. So she, um, from there, she runs back into that house looking for her mom or the uh, demon, and then she finds the demon in 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 the flesh. It has nothing to do with going under again into the digital. Does the demon look cool? At first it does, and then it's yeah. just like, ah, uh, this feels like a labyrinth Muppet. Oh. <laughs> or like a fucking Dark Crystal Muppet. Oh. After really? a while, you're like, yeah, a little bit. You didn't see it? I thought you saw it with the... Uh, no, I don't uh, think I saw the actual demon. There's one had... There's one special effect that I did like, and I, I don't think it was an actual special effect. I think it was just like a fucking body contortionist when... Um, she's being chased around her apartment by this crazy girl or whatever. And she'll, oh, like, yeah, bend backwards. On, and that was cool. And I was like, all right, there's a little something here. But See, I wasn't, you know this wasn't into it. There, 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 there's a raven head, raven, the raven head character. Did You didn't see that? He must have looked away. It was a, yeah, raven, like a giant raven head. On like it looks like just like a guy's body running around like that's the demon. I think I saw that actually. Yeah. Okay, so that's 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 the one. But anywho, I'm, two on anywho. ten. Anywho, <laughs> 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 this is uh yeah, this is a three on ten. Jesus um, man, yeah, this is fucking this is rough man. This is Myrna, This is so brutal. This made my anticipation for District Ten drop fucking enormously like I, I I don't trust anything this guy does this is fucking horrendous I was just thinking Garbage. like what is the is this one of the biggest drop offs like from debut film as far as directors go debut film to mm-hmm. follow up film this feels like a it has to be film. it has to be it has to be, it, it has to be one of the, the worst follow ups it's it's unbelievable how bad this film is compared to something like District Nine. Yeah, well, this looks bad. The acting oh. isn't stellar. I mean, this is like we get screeners. This oh. feels like it. This is a screener. That how many screeners have we got that are better than this? Like a lot of them. I would say, oh. like, four. dude, four. Yeah. <laughs> four? No, I would say all of them. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen demonic it. yet. I haven't seen. It, but I can tell you just based on your guys' reviews. Right. Oh, this is brutal. Is this better than Honeydew Law? I don't think it is. 
you we had a lot of fun with Honey Dude. Uh, hold on. We could Do you want laugh. to let me replay the uh, oh, oh, soundtrack? That sounds a little bit better than Honey Dude. Yeah, that, the Honey Dude is better than this. Okay. <laughs> what about the kids uh, taking over or the kid taking over the radio station movie? Oh. See, we need to do a fucking like recap. A rating? At the end of the year, we ranked the screeners. Well, two weeks ago, we said we were going to. Uh, I brought up. We oh, a tournament. A tournament of their screeners. <laughs> but that's going to. If we remember them all, that's, that's going to be. Uh, yeah, we'd have to go through our own shows, and that never works out. We just need to go on the IMDb page. We could just I'll go through my, I could go through my emails, I guess. No, because <laughs> then you'll fucking reach out to those people. <laughs> hey, by the way, I missed that email. Can you send that over? Demonic yeah. Thanks. <sighs> Fuck this movie. I, I just, I couldn't even <laughs> take it. It's just fucking nah, this brutal. Guy. The fact that the whole thing about going under into the digital world to help the mother had I, nothing to do with that third act. But I, I don't think we've done justice to Moreno. I thought you watched it. The whole going under... Is literally like he tried to make it like a, a, a fucking Silent Hill video game. Like he, she is digitalized. She, as a character, seeing herself or whatever, and like just it. She's all video. Everything's a video game down there, and everything's pixelated as she walks through doors, and everything's pixelating around her. Yeah. Oh my god, is it fucking annoying? Ugh. It could have been interesting. The fact that that was the only way to communicate with this uh, comatose mother. Yeah. But it just doesn't play out at, at all. The mother just she... sits on a bed and tells her to get out of there. And you're like, why did yeah. we Why did we go through this whole thing? Just, she had to put in a cheat code to beat the demon at the end. Like, that would have been fun. That would have been cool. Something. It, it had X-X-Y. nothing to do with it. Nothing had anything to do with anything. Oh, God. Rough, rough fucking week. This was a rough watch. And I did these fucking back-to-back reminiscence. And same then, night? Same night. Oh Four-hour block was these two movies. Remember? I was a fucking Disney, so I had to jam these in. <laughs> that's, that's your fucking penance. You have to fucking... That's it. That you had that's to right. pay. Yeah, I fucking got in trouble. <laughs> I was punished. Uh, all right that's it fucking fuck this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah this week sucked yeah fuck uh next week we got um uh what's his name the 10 the fucking 10 what i can't remember his name who? Shang Chi and the Ten Shang-Chi. Rings. Shang-Chi. Oh, is that is that my whose movie is that in the That's in mine. the draft? That's mine. That's your movie. Oh yeah. God damn it! I'm going to see it with fucking seven of us. Give that money to just fucking Venmo seven right now. <laughs> All that money's going to fucking him. God damn it! Oh, speaking right. of uh, our uh, whatever is it, whatever it's called, lottery, whatever it's called, what's it draft. Called? Draft. Draft. I yeah. lost a Auction. movie. I lost oh. a Did um, you pick a movie? Okay, yeah. So if explain anyone this. Cares, if anyone cares, um, I had Hotel Transylvania 9 or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, movie. <laughs> that movie is now going direct to VOD. So I lost that movie. 
but Chad, Law, and Alex all agree that I should be able to pick a fifth movie because we're all supposed to have five. I have not picked a fifth movie yet. Well, why is it taking well, so long? Matrix 4 have... might be in, uh, for me, might be in Jeopardy also. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I, I just, I need the list again. I haven't reached out to anybody to look at the list. Okay. You need to pick this soon because hype well, can build, Peter, and it's not fair. Can somebody send me uh, the list now and I'll pick it in PTI? Uh, okay. Or should we do it next week since Chad made Yeah, it? let's do it next week. Chad will, okay. Chad will be on. All right, yeah, that's a good idea. I think I would. I had a movie in Jeopardy too, though. The fuck? Where I don't even remember my movies. Where's Chad? Call Chad. Calling him right now. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we have anyone? Why didn't anybody write down these movies? God damn it! I thought we all did. I know. I, did, I thought, and I, then I deleted it. I thought I physically wrote them down. Me too. I and then I was like, well. I have just scores. I scores from did. games that we played. Does anyone even want me to win? <laughs> fucking tons of scores. <laughs> Law Moreno scores. <laughs> Moreno Law scores. God damn it. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> I'll, d- I'll pick something next week or uh, whatever. There's a. I think one of my movies is also in jeopardy of uh, being moved. But then today I read, hold up, it might still come out this year. So now I don't know. And I can't remember what the fuck movie it was. Just uh, I'm going to text Chad to send the list. He's got yeah, just uh, the list. That's all we need. Just take a fucking picture of it on your phone. Message him. Alex. Oh, well. Alex. 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 Well, John Cena week was a fucking amazing. It was, it was a blast. Amazing. It was a blast. Oh You're God. right. I can't wait for next year, right? It's only once a year. God, I hope. Right? Yeah, it's once a year. That was okay. it. That was I thought it was like yeah. once a month. but uh, I love that you've come to be. recognize by the end of the episode. That's I good. came full Cena on this. Uh, hey! hey! Oh, boy. I love uh, it. I'm sorry, Chad D. No one else called in with their John Cena review. You thought it was going to be like a whole thing, but uh, you were the only one that watched a movie on John I tried, Cena. Chad, but just with money. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, too, and then I realized. You didn't. Uh, Don't lie to him. Don't lie to him on Chad, John, Chad Cena week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chad Cena week! <laughs> <laughs> My blockbuster was closed. I couldn't rent any of his fucking films. So, oh, my bad. Next week. All right. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, we're going to do PTI. All the big movie news is coming up. Oh my god, it's coming. Huge news. Um, and if you're not a Patreon subscriber, go to Patreon.com/slash/BingeMedia and get some. It's fucking incredible. Right. That's it, boys. That's it. It's been a blast. Yeah, let's go over there to to the old full binge. Yeah, fuck it. You guys Ubering over there? How are you guys getting there? I'm I, I might walk. Yeah, I'm going to walk it. You guys walking? Yeah. I'm walking backwards. Mm-hmm. I'll pick you guys up. I'll pick you guys up. No. I don't want to. I just want I to. Sober, like... I got to sober up. I need that cold. Yeah, I need to clear my walk. head. I need to walk. All right. Up. 
All right. Well, I'm going to drive by. To. I'm just going to drive by and throw a can at your heads. <laughs> That's so unnecessary. Hey, can I pick you up? No. Okay, I'm going to throw a can at your head. Okay, great. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Binge media patrons will get access to the full binge. The BingeCast four-hour show on a private RSS feed. And they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And now... The full binge.